Welcome to the Dungeon House, where a bunch of regular people with regular jobs gather to play Dungeons and Dragons. We aren't professionals, so if you hear food ASMR or a baby in the back, just understand it's normal. This show is recommended for those 13 and up. The music you'll hear is brought to you by William Heaton and various other artists. We're glad that you're here to share in the fun and laughter, as well as the challenges along the way. So come on into our home, take a seat on the couch, and enjoy The Dungeon House. Are we live now? Yeah, we're, we're live right now. Live. Oh, we're live? Hi, guys. Our friends are visiting. That's why we're all here. Bye, guys. Hey, not bye to the stream, though. You're still here. Please. Um, disclaimer. The reason for the title Dungeon House, as was previously stated in the introduction, this is a family. You're going to hear babies cry. You're going to hear people make plans and try to exercise so you avoid the dad bod. So, well... Chase is fine because he's awesome. But anyway, that's what's going on. Anyways, <clears throat> welcome to the dungeon house. We are here now. The McKay and Toy are going to go grab their Gym. dinner. And so while they're doing that, maybe we could have a little bit of a. a well, first off, there is one person that we need to introduce, and it's David's uh, choice. Or, um, David's new friend. It's a great, great pleasure to introduce what? this new friend. Oh. Yeah. One sec. It's the necessity of everyone else that this person be introduced. Oh, he's so For those cute. who are listening on the podcast, oh. David got a new puppy and he's really yeah. cute. He's an Alaskan Klee Kai. So he's oh. going to be a little miniature husky. <laughs> oh. So, so cute. <laughs> oh no. Is he a My... howler or is he chill? Because huskies are typically howlers, but he's not a howler, so I don't know. He is not. He'll like yap if we're playing. <laughs> but that's just about it. So, that's awesome. That is so fun. Anything else exciting happen for anyone this week? Yeah, yeah. Anybody? Um, McKay yelled, he's doing um, student body at our college. No, student elections. Student elections. And he's running unopposed, so he's... His college. He's won already. In the bag. Cool. He's the new representative. That's called getting the votes, or... Free. Yeah. Just destroying the competition before it even starts. There you go. Um, um, I didn't do... <clears throat> I did my homework one day this week. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that good as in like you only had homework one day? Or bad as in <laughs> I'm really behind on homework? <laughs> I have plenty of stuff to do. I just didn't want to do it because stress levels were getting quite high. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to take some time for myself and with Chase. And it was great. And here we are. Yeah. I have been stressing. It's been a pretty busy week. I was so tired at the beginning of today. Um, and I was like thinking, man, 
we got D&D tonight and I'm so tired. I was like, I just know once we get to it, like the second one, the energy was going to kick in and it has. And so I'm feeling really a lot better. So I'm really excited to have some fun playing Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Um, Just a heads up for all our uh, players and people. Um, if you don't have your video showing now, it won't show up on the stream. So just so you know, we made a I changed something so it only shows everyone that has a video up. So can they still hear us? <laughs> yeah, they can. Yeah. What? They can still hear okay. you, right? Yeah, they can still hear us, but you'll just be okay. not shown on the stream. So, and if we don't like okay. that, I'll change it back. But that's whatever. We'll see how those. Um, but anyways. I think it's about time to do a, a recap of what happened last week. Uh, I'm just going to pick someone randomly just to have a little fun. Um, unless we don't really want to do that, then I can just give it. But Brandon, would you like to give us a little recap of what happened? Of course. So after being all gathered together, wanting to join an organization known as the Vigils, um our our characters our people the group was kind of just plunged into this sort of trial or what we assume is a trial as part of the like tryouts um in like a a forest we came across a sort of cabin and while approaching it we saw that a man in the cabin was kind of messed up a little had like tentacle arms, a scary eye, you know, just like basic stuff. Um, he was seemed to be dead. He had a ring on his finger. Um, and then like an undead skeleton army came to attack us. Um, after basically beating them up um, out of necessity, uh, we came to the conclusion, or I guess what we knew, is that um, a... Man, Zolaire, is looking for something known as the conduit that is needed for use of like a rod of regeneration that he has. Um, and that's why the army came to the house. So we're kind of still in the dark, trying to find other people in this forest. Um, we kind of took some time to, to bond a little bit, play some, some party games. Um... <laughs> I think that's that. Did I miss anything? Have you shared a, a great dinner? Um, read yeah. some literature that you found in the, the cabin that you were in, um, which pointed you uh, as a group to decide to start a journey. Um, one day south, south um, southwest towards what a location that was mentioned. Was, the location that was mentioned was a cabin named Olivia's Cabin. Um, and it mentioned that other recruits had been trained there previously. And so you're trying to see if you can figure out what's going on, see if you can get a little more intel down there. Um, we last left off with all of you kind of gathering up your stuff, um, walking over the emaciated corpses that you left behind of the skeletons at this old cabin. And, you know, just being chipper, getting ready to go out on a, a good old walk about. With, uh, with your party. Um, having left Baron a glowing uh, 
emblem at the front of the party to walk 50 feet in front of everybody. Um, just, you know, cannon fodder sort of thing. And everyone else is... I think Pinky was also oh. scouting up ahead as well. Yeah, was Um, And you guys are grabbing the man that basically is dead for the most intense, except for when he's not. Um, you're carrying him in a stretcher. <laughs> It's four o'clock somewhere, and that means that you guys are walking um, southeast. Real quick question, Chase. Yes. How long have we all been out and about, if that makes sense? So you guys woke up. Well, I, I mean, in, in, in general, like... By Today. since the start of the trip. Oh. Well, I was basically going to allow you to, if you want to, you can roleplay for a little bit. Um, I will have someone kind of do, whoever's leading this charge, or whoever wants to assist as well, um, do survival checks. If anything, it might be easiest just to have one person, and then whoever would like to assist, you can give them an advantage. But if you want to do it as a group in separate ones, you can. Um, yeah, let's just do some survival checks then. Let's do that first, and then we'll get to kind of what's going on. Could I have a question as well before yeah. we do that? Is it possible that I could have searched for like a hammer at the cabin, or is that are we too far gone that I? Um, you, uh, that's just. I think you guys have. We already, we, we already left when we started yeah. that. So it's a big world out there. You might be able to find another thing out there. There's Fair plenty enough. of cameras in the forest. <laughs> in the forest. Um, yeah. Who would like to do the uh, survival check for us? As leading the the jaunt through this. I vote Pinky. That's my vote. I, I got a 15. You got 15? All right, good. All right. So as you guys travel... Um, the sun is slowly starting to set. Um, the canopy above is pretty thick, so it does block a lot of the light. So it's hard to tell specifically where the sun is, but you can tell it's getting darker and it has that almost feel of the afternoon to it as you guys are walking. Um, many of these trees seem old, um, quiet. And as you guys leave, the fog starts to kind of like fade away. And you can even see some of the last rays of sunlight shining through the tree canopy down to this area. You notice that around you, this is very thick forest with these tall, old deciduous trees going up and very much of a thick undergrowth underneath. Um, you can see that these this forest seems to be teeming with life as you hear birds chirping and kind of the rustling of leaves away off, maybe a stick breaking too far away. Um, is there anything you guys would like to do as you're traveling? How, how far into the travel have we been? Not very not very long? I'd say about 30 minutes. 30 minutes or so? Yeah, it's still early afternoon. Um... <clears throat> As we're as we're going, I'll kind of 
I'm ahead of everyone, right? By like 30 feet or so. Yeah. Um, I'll kind of call out in a lower voice. Pinky, are you around? Yes. So I, I, I've had something on my mind ever since I've, uh, ever since I met you. I've been wanting to ask. You go on a date with me. <laughs> <laughs> Piggy's Ooh. gonna fly down and just kind of hover next to your shoulder. Like, almost on top of it, but not quite. <laughs> okay. So, when I was little, I was always told that, uh, you're not supposed to give a fae or fairy uh, your name. What, where does that come from? Uh, I was always told yeah. that if you guys gave a gave a name, oh, then okay. you were you would steal it. Is that is that true? <laughs> we fairies like to play tricks, and the easiest way to trick someone and those that know them is by knowing their name. So if you give us your name, then I don't know. I've never actually taken someone's name before, so I don't really know all the all the. I don't know. Hmm. Well, uh. But I have I heard I... that I have heard of fairies doing pretty awful things with names, but hmm. we. We fairies like to keep our secrets. Interesting. Well, what brought you to, to the vigils? That's kind of a long story. Um, I think we got time. <laughs> well, we, we probably do. Um, well, I was kind of shamed out of my little fairy village and they told me not to come back until i find something super amazing and and i thought that i could find something super amazing with the vigils oh man tough luck uh yeah what'd you do to get shamed Well, you see, they're quite like other towns. Um, we have our own sort of rules. Um, like I said, fairies like to play tricks. And, uh, and that's all fun and games and good unless you get caught. So you got uh, caught. If you get caught... I got caught. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> it was a good... It was It was a bad trick, actually. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, yes. So, once if you get caught, then everybody who wants to comes and sits on... Uh, it's not really a jury, but it's kind of like... It's basically everyone gets together and they get to decide how they're going to humiliate you. 
Oh, man. Yeah. So I was uh, spun around in the spinning barrel a hundred times and then sent walking in whatever direction I could and can't come back until I find something wonderful. And what constitutes wonderful? You know, it's not very clear. Um, honestly, it's probably just something that they've never seen before. And... And fairies have seen a lot of things. I don't know. I... Along with... I could just find something wonderful anywhere. But... But I... I don't know. I have a family. And I don't want them to, to be humiliated because I was humiliated. So... I'm gonna bring things back extra, extra wonderful because I don't want them to be upset with me. You have a family, like mom, dad, siblings. Uh, yeah, I have two families actually, but that's okay. I we I've talked a lot. What about you? Why are you joining the vigils? Um, some people that I care about asked me to do it. Like your family? You could say that, yeah. They they okay. thought I need something different to do with my life, and so they, they asked me to do this. So I'm doing it for them. Something different. What were you doing? I was a farmer. Isn't that a good thing to do? Yeah, but I wasn't farming my own land, so... I guess I need oh. to go find my own place. I guess that makes sense. Sometimes you gotta strike out on your own to 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 find new family, a better place. That's what I did. Yeah. Hey, well, um, I hope that uh, you find that amazing thing. I wish you the best in that. So. Yeah. About that time pinky you'd see pass in front of the the um path this dragonfly that is greenish bluish like you know how like it, like carapace on bugs sometimes like changes color depending on how you look at it um and its wings are almost like this bright yellow electrifying look to them and it's like zipping around and it comes kind of up close to you, too, zipping around in front of you, and then it kind of darts off into the bushes. Crazy, did you see it? Can I catch it? She's going to look back, and I'm sure she's not going to be able to catch it, but... You can certainly try. Go ahead and try. <laughs> Let's see what you're okay. made of. All right, Pinky's going to try and catch it. <laughs> um, Make a dexterity check. Acrobatics. Okay. Acrobatics? Okay. Um, that is a 21. <laughs> I was thinking, like, oh, this is... With with her being able to fly, it's probably, like, 15. Yeah, you, you're like, oh, I can do it. And it goes... And you go... It's like... Almost like the um, anime... And, like, you show up right now. And he goes, nutty... But uh, yeah, you are able to catch this dragonfly. Um, um, yeah, it, as you're holding it in, it in your hand, it kind of looks up at you with its bug eyes. 
Tries to flap its And she's gonna fly back to, uh, uh, wow, I'm blanking on your character's name, McKay. Baron. Baron, I knew that. She's gonna fly back to Baron and she's gonna show it to him. All careful not to hurt it. Wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Seems like you caught a good one, huh? I did. Is there anything special about this? It's pretty. It's pretty, (laughs) okay. <laughs> She's nice just gonna let it go now. Bye. <laughs> with, with that, we'll uh, uh, with the group back about fifty feet or so. Is there anything going on there? <clears throat> um, sorry, one more thing, Faith, real quick. Uh, or Opal. I just want to say I'm keeping an eye out for mm-hmm. any, at, like as we're walking coming up to the front. I'm keeping an eye out for any dangers. So like any traps potentially or like anything like that or any like any predators or anything that would mm-hmm. like con- like be stalking us or anything like that yeah, make so just uh, so you know i'm keeping an eye out for that make a perception check and let me know what it is okay. and then you guys can do it. i'm sorry we'll go wait um opal would be at this point kind of looking down um, I'm kind of pondering about something, and then she'll decide, okay, it, it'll be good. Um, and she'll approach Ren. Yeah. And Opal shall stay. Um, so, Ren, right? That's what it was, right? Ren? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, I feel like we kind of got off on the wrong foot due to my lack of in combat right so i was curious if we could maybe strategize with one another for the future so we don't have one of those incidents again of course yeah okay so it appears to me that you're more kind of strategize yourself to avoid intense conflict such as battle is that a correct assumption or just Wow, don't assume Opal, something like that. Well, I mean, in a sense, yeah. I I just don't want to risk anybody's lives. Um, and that's not to say, like, I don't want to... I'm totally against killing people. But if nobody dies, that's better than one person dying. Even if it is... Like, if nobody dies, that's better than one of us getting hurt. I just don't want to risk that. Um, yeah. I I just... Um, I wouldn't call myself a pacifist, but... Maybe just... Uh, I find it's easier and more worthwhile to... Try to make friends and form strong bonds and get out of dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. I agree. That honestly sounds like a very good plan and one to keep in mind for the future. And it makes good stories, like the whole carrot finger. Oh my goodness. I can't believe they bought that. But yeah. I, well, I, they they bought it at first. I don't, I know it was a dumb idea, but I figured it was worth a shot. I, 
I just had the hope. I and sometimes that's enough to get you through. Exactly. Um, I think it was a great idea, and it was working. I just misinterpreted again. Charge. I mean, I did it. I did as well. Um, I just wasn't as ready as you were. So I'm. I'm not mad. I just. I. I'm sorry if I like offended you, but. I just wanted to kind of point it out, like, we need to be more careful, or else we'll end up like this guy. And I'll kind of gesture down to the guy that me and Pablo are carrying on the street. See, like, his mouth is partially open and just, like, drooling, like, slowly down his face. Ah, yeah. Well, now thinking more about it, I think we both have the same perspective in mind, as we both want to preserve our friends. Well... I think we're friends. Is that safe to say? Um, sure. Yeah. Friends. Yes. Um, and so we are prepared for battle and also prepared to manipulate the situation for our behalf. So I think that's something we have in common. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, again, like I was really kind of, we started off on the wrong foot and I feel like I was a little forceful in getting our feet back on, on track, but, um, yeah, I, I think we're we're pretty good. Um, after all, we did make it out of that alive, but again, some of us did get hurt, and I just I don't want anyone to get hurt in the process of who I'm trying to heal. Yes, that makes sense. <clears throat> it's about this moment. Um, that plodding up next to you, Opal, is Moss on his goat, Philip. Um, oh. he, he looks at you and says, Hey, um, you with the, the, the armor and uh, the, the axe. Yeah, Moss, right? Yeah, your, your name's uh, Apple. But um, <laughs> change the A to an O. Oh, oh. oh. Oh, okay. uh, could you hold this for me? And he holds up like the reins for the goat, um, and kind of gestures it for uh, for you to take. Um, yeah. Before I do that, um, is he trained or she? No. Uh, yeah. Is it trained? Good enough for me. <laughs> um, as you kind of take the 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 reins, the goat just keeps plodding along. Like, okay, it's a good go. Okay. Next to you. How did um, I did that to myself, not out loud? <laughs> you can see that it seems to be very intently staring at um, the man in the stretcher, though, like just as it's walking. Uh-huh. Um, though, as you take the reins, Moss kind of settles down on the goat, and then just you can see like he kind of sinks into his chest and just starts oh. kind of softly snoring. Like he's <laughs> sleeping. Well, okay, I'm cool. Walk it go. Cool. Well, I had another question for you, Ren. Um, since we're still getting to know everybody, so why are you here, respectively? Um, what made you want to join the vigils? Um, I'm basically join. I I'm hoping to join to learn more um more than i could in my home village um 
there are some things I need to know and find that I think the vigils gives me a better opportunity to um, find what I want, find what I need a lot more than I would sitting back at home. Because um, vigils are everywhere. They do, I've heard stories. I mean, they are kind of your one-stop shop um, in terms of adventure. And adventure is where I think it might be one of the best ways to learn that my um, my father always told me that adventures that he used to have and I just hope that I can have an ounce of the same experiences and take them back home to my village where they can help people. Well, that's really honorable of you to look up to your elders and also serve your community and, you know, take the risk of leaving your town or area to learn those things. I relate to that quite a bit as uh, I'm here to also learn and explore and kind of find myself. To be honest, we're kind of lost, but we're also not. So, but I'm lost. So we're still trying to figure things out. But yeah, I wanted to join the vigils to be able to experience for myself life and understand more of my purpose with balancing who I am. So kind of complex, but overall, you know, you go on those crazy journeys, self midlife crisis to be like, I need to find myself. That's basically where we're at. That's yeah. So if that paints a picture. I, I guess so. Yeah. I hope you find what you're looking for. Yeah, I don't even know what it is yet, but I know it was important that I needed to, you know, leave home and kind of find myself. So hopefully that will happen. I'm not going to think about it if it doesn't, so we're good. Yeah. And I'll, I'll kind of look at our little entourage and I'll just say, like, yeah, I, I think... Something's going to happen. Something good. So, where are we trying to head to? I, uh, you said that there were some caves, I think, midway through. What? You said that there were some caves or something? Okay. <laughs> hey... Uh, uh, Pinky, will you go back and tell them what I was saying? Okay. That's what you tried to say. <laughs> hey, guys, um, Baron wants to know. Baron wants to be reminded exactly where we're going. It's like from here to the tree. <laughs> um, well, we're headed southwest, and on our way, there should be. Perhaps some caves that we could run to and set up for a longer rest if needed. Okay, but uh, we're keeping our eyes out for another hut. I assume similar to the one we just left. Okay. Just gonna fly back to Baron and 
relay the information. Thanks. Oh, we're... Oh, yeah, okay. Just keep going. Is... Is... Is Elia present? Ah, <laughs> uh, that is a good question. Is Elia present? I'm not sure. Okay. Elia is taking care of... I think he... He might have ran it. His puppy outside. Okay. Not, not like right. he, he, he ran for a job. He's, he's running just... his dog. He said walk and the dog would not stop. Oh no. Um, I think Well, I, I think that Adelaide would probably attempt to get to know Aliyah a little bit better, but if if the mascot is being taken care of right now, maybe we can roleplay that later. Yeah, I'll <laughs> come up and talk to Baron and Pinky. Opal and Ren and dead. You have your other. You have options. Well, I think I think maybe then after she would have been talking to Elia, maybe she would kind of go up ahead as she is responsible for the, the banishment of Baron. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going up here, everyone? It's fine. Going great. Well, we have the two best people as our lookouts. The path is well, pretty well lit. So. And it looks well lit. Thanks to you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, well, I, spit it out. What are you trying to say? Well, you see, I was just wondering if it might be appropriate for me to to ask both of you perhaps a little bit more of where you came from and why you're here. By all means, what do you want to know? Well, I would I would like to know where you're both from. This is so that I don't make a similar mistake as insulting the fashions from your homelands. I have to apologize to Moss once he wakes up. Yeah, you look back and he is like, <laughs> like almost looking up. <laughs> but he, he's sleeping soundly. It's surprising. Uh, recently, I'm from Merrill. You would know that Merrill is one of the towns close by to Felmore and South. It's one of the farming communities um, to the west. Of them. Yes, we get excellent, excellent uh, imports that come from Merrill quite often. Wouldn't know. Good land, good farming. That it is. Did you do any farming yourself? Nope, never touched a shovel in my day. Never touched a shovel. Well, nope. now that's something we have in common. No, of course I've. Yes. Uh, I, I've been farming the land there for three years now. Oh. This is what they call sarcasm, isn't it? It's a lie. I'll just nod my head. Pinky, where are you from? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, sorry. DM question. It's the Rovine, right? That's where you grew up, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to make sure I had it right. I was looking through my notes and I couldn't find it. 
Um, I'm from, uh, well, I was born in the Rovine. In a little fairy town whose name I can't remember either because I made it. Soria uh, Hollow, if I remember correctly. Does that sound what correct? What was it again? Uh, Soria Hollow. Yes, that's what it is. In uh, Soria Hollow. Thanks. <laughs> would, I, would I know anything about Rovine or Soria Hollow? Yes. So, and this is for most everyone here. Uh, this is for all of the party members, just kind of giving a little bit more about the road line. So, the way that the continent where you're all from, Yavna, is set up, that down to the south, there is three nations um, that have kind of conjoined together as city-states. They're um, Vipronoi, Tepesh, and Turku. They've kind of formed an alliance. Um of the princedom um, of these different princes ruling, ruling different parts of the country down there. Next to that is the kingdom of Zehovic. Um, and uh, below that is where Brandon is from, Lena. Um, so he's at like the southern tip of the, the continent. Um, throughout the middle stretch of this whole entire continent, though, separating the bottom half from the top half is this massive um, country-sized forest that is very deep and dark known as the Rovine. The Rovine is known for its perils, its dangers, and its connection to the Fey realm, the Feywild, um, where many magical and Fey-like creatures reside inside its brambles and throughout the woods um it's not an easy journey to partake and there's not very many towns that you would know about in the rovine except for one which is called cedar um and it's basically like the one stop in the middle for everyone to go to if they are traveling it's like where you get refueled and then you can keep going and it's You've heard stories that it's not the most savory places. I can't remember. Have I been to the Rovine? What you have been to the outskirts, okay. but you've never actually been into the Rovine proper. Okay. Um, and then just to finish off my little description, above that you have the country that uh, a good amount of you are from, Theodorn, um, and to its west is the desert continent country of Zabozwa. And then above these two are three separate kingdoms and countries called Pokolosh, starting from the, the west and going to the east. Pokolosh, Rashnov, and Tereskova. And that makes up the entire continent of Yavna. The Rovine. Now that's... Yep. A place that I've never had the privilege of exploring. And I don't uh, think that many have. <laughs> it, yeah, not many people like the Rovine, but if you know where to go, then the fairy communities are are fun. Well, What's I, it like I, in a fairy community? Well, I kind of... Tricks, but I'm sorry, I missed that, McKay. What did you say? 
Oh, sorry. Uh, you said that you played play lots of tricks, but like, what is? Do you guys live in trees? Like, what does what does it look like? Oh, it just kind of depends on where you are and what the fairies like. Uh, so a lot of fairies do live in trees. Some of them live in burrows. Some of them live in little houses. Uh, some of them live in caves. The caves are really cool. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Scoria, where I'm from, uh, it's kind of a mix of them. Um, and if you get really small fairies, they might live inside smaller plants. Which is fun. Anyways, but it's just lots and lots of forests and lots of pretty fairies and... It's magical. Someday. It's magical. I would love to explore the fairy towns. Yeah, I would love to take you. Um, uh, not all fairy towns are very accepting of outsiders. I have heard. I actually heard a report of one of the merchants that was traveling through the Rovine and actually was turned into a sheep. By fairies, of course. <laughs> that must have been a really funny trick. I wonder who did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm not really sure, but I, again, I'm not sure how much truth there is to that, but I, I wouldn't doubt it. I hear mystical tales from the Rovine, from the travelers that I would get to meet. Unfortunately, I haven't done much exploring myself. It's just magical, simple magical. Yeah. Uh, it's about like that moment, oh, that oh, like- Go ahead. As you guys are walking um, in this conversation, you're about to continue, but you notice Baron, you've stopped um, ahead of everyone else as you were mostly focusing on this conversation, but as you stop, you step and you look down and where you've put your own foot, um, a footprint underneath that is already there. Not the footprint of a person, though. You can tell that this almost looks like to be an enormous hoof. Mm. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everyone stop. What is it? Something's been through this way, but I do I recognize? I mean, it's a hoof print. Mm -hmm. Would I recognize any sort of anything else other than that? So you would no notice that after you see the footprint in front of you, you can see that there are, like, you can see where it looks like it pushed through the trees, like stepped through and kept going another way. But then it's hard to tell exactly where the path continues on from both sides. You can tell that it looks like it's heading towards the like north so like you guys are heading more southeast right now mm -hmm. and it's kind of going a little bit more of a opposite direction of you guys how fresh does it look mm -hmm. make a survival check <clears throat> 15. 15. it looks like it's within a day um, not super crazy new, but it's not super old either. Okay. And 
from the the looks of it, like this this hoof is bigger than my head. Okay, about torso sized, maybe. Okay, maybe a little bit smaller than torso size, depending on how big your torso is. But hey, everyone. Um, seems like there's. I mean, to no surprise, it seems like there's plenty of beasts out here. Um, I I don't recognize this one at all. It seems very large, but from what I can tell, it's going away from us, so I think we're okay. Um, but just keep your eyes out as we keep moving. Pinky's gonna get down onto the ground, and she's gonna look at the foot, the hoof print, and she's gonna, like, pick up a little speck from the, from the middle of it, and, like, twist it through her fingers, and would she recognize any of this? Would be she be familiar with these kind of? Um, make a history check okay. to see if like this seems like anything that you'd recognize. <laughs> nope, <laughs> I rolled a two. Where's my history? <laughs> That's a four. <laughs> you instead of seeing a hoof shape, you see more like a heart shape, or maybe it's a four-leaf clover. It's kind of hard to tell. She's just gonna keep walking. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll start walking back up and just say, um, <clears throat> Adelaide, you were saying that uh, when we were back at the cabin, you said that at nineteen you had your something happen. Is that why you're here? Something. I don't, I don't remember what you said. Oh. Uh, Opal was talking about knowing your purpose. That was Opal, right? Okay. Um, yes. When I was uh, 19, um, there's what they call in Felnor... I forgot what it's called. I'm gonna pull up my backstory. <laughs> <laughs> but ceremonious something. It's like a, it's like a coming of age thing. That is McKay's election platform. Okay, hold on. That'd be so funny if I used that as my backstory, though. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Felnor, it is a common practice for children of nobility and rich and religious families to have their children take part in the ceremony of the sun. And, uh, well, when I was reading from the ancient texts and, and uh, giving my vow to protect the country and to live by the law's precepts, I suppose that I was, maybe you could say, blessed with a vision and uh, some gifts that I beforehand was not in possession of. And, uh, I found out that my purpose maybe wasn't to serve the same g gods that my parents had, um, but, uh, to do as much as I could, um, to, to serve, uh, let's see, what's his name? Yalfoth. <laughs> to, to serve Yalfoth, the, the god of travel and protection and the moon. 
yeah. It helps to give me direction, and, and also it helps with my naturally beautiful hair. <laughs> <laughs> As you kind of like flick it. It shimmers in the light. <laughs> uh, I imagine that we're all kind of gathered together again, right? I'd and say after that. I'd say it was like working. you guys, like you showed everybody it. Yeah, you were all kind of compressed together. So everyone is here right now. You seem to know quite a bit about creatures, as well as combat. In fact, I dare say that you may be one of the more experienced fighters among us. And that you say that you've been farming for three years, and that doesn't really seem to match up with your skill and capabilities. I mean, I'm, I ain't lying. Well, what were you doing before the three years of farming? Um, let's see... I was in the war. I worked on a mine for a bit, and I fled my home country. Hmm. Um, Chase, what is the war? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> as you reference to me, <clears throat> yeah, you could ask him. Well, what what I know what the war is? Um, I feel like mm, I'll let you. Do a history check. Okay. I think it's something fairly easily known about. Well, I rolled a three, so maybe. <laughs> so, in, so that in Theodore, there hasn't been a war in, in at least three decades. So you are kind of confused on war, like you. And he's, recent... and he's from Merrill, so could I assume that it, it was somewhere else that the war was? You would assume, like okay. you're trying to think real quick, like it's like kind of a mind blank thing. War. It's just not something that you really have experienced a lot of war in your life. You fled your home country? Kicked out. Kicked out? Now that's a little different than fleeing. Well, same if you look at it the way that I was. Was this because of the war? Uh, no. Uh, I, I come from a long line of uh, monster hunters and, and our country kicked us out. So there's not really any of us left. So most most have either been killed or fled. Well, that wasn't very nice of them. No, but I've, I've moved past it now. I agree with... Pinky, I, I would imagine that monster hunters would be something that a country and its people would appreciate. You would think so, but um, I guess people got tired of, of our help and they just assumed that we became corrupted with magic. So, mm. And you've never held any magic? But well, that doesn't mean none of my family did. True. It's alright that you don't have magic. I've never seen anyone kill two skeletons with a fire poker, so... Thanks. Yes. It's, it's been a while <laughs> since I've uh, wielded anything as a weapon, so... You killed two what? skeletons with a fire poker? That's awesome! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Speaky. Um... I'm, I'm glad I, I still 
remember anything about how to use a weapon. So it's coming handy for us. As you guys continue to travel, uh, some of the same type of conversation continues as you're able to kind of make your way through it. Uh, the sun is now more setting. Um, it's around 6.30. It's been about an hour of travel. I would like three people to roll d6s or d8s for me. Who'd be willing to roll a d8? Brandon? Ren? Pinky? And... Opal! You said a d8, right? Yeah, d8. Okay. Do I disclose the number? Oh. Yes. <laughs> One. Seven. Three. And I rolled a one for the podcast. Sorry. I was showing it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should watch the stream on people. Hey, at, least we're people. Oh, well. at least there's people. I mean, as long as they're watching, we're happy. We're happy that you're viewing. <clears throat> Anyways. Or listening. Yeah, if you're not listening, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. So as the con- travel continues, um, you come through uh, the trail. Um, you, after an hour or so of traveling, you have gone past the little magic mushroom circle that you guys woke up in. Um, there was no other trails really formed from here, but you do notice that now with kind of closer inspection. However, this one is very well worn and nice. There are other game trails around that you can take. And as you take uh, one that seems to be heading in the right direction, it continues off um, down a path. It's narrow. You kind of have to line up um, one in front of the other so that way there's enough room. Uh, to keep going. The goat every so often will like grab some leaves and munch on as it's walking as well. Um, Ren and Pablo, the, you feel that like the weight of the guy is not too bad actually carrying him with the stretcher. It really helps out with kind of this long distance uh, travel though. It would probably be nice within the next hour or so to get a, a rest of just like, you know, send down to a minute to stretch out. But as you continue walking for about 30 minutes, um, you come up to... Uh, and you can almost see it through the trees where you're at. You almost see what looks to be a clearing in front of you. And as you kind of approach, you see grass that leads down to a bank that leads out to a massive river um, that runs kind of parallel of where you're trying to go and then opposite direction towards the northwest. And it's a good 100-foot cross river um, with not super crazy fast flowing water, but it's definitely moving. I would like. What's your guys' passive perception, actually? Nine. 
15? Just a second. 15 for me, yeah. 13. 13, 12, and 10. All right. Oh, just so you guys know, David is just taking care of some business. So, as you are all kind of sitting here, Ren, you'd be the only person that noticed this. Notices this. You hear about 30 feet away the sound of almost soft breathing. Coming soft from breathing? Something. Yeah, breathing like a like you can almost hear the like the the inhalation exhalation coming from kind of some taller grass to the just to the like south along the bank. Progress. Yeah, like the the river's like right in front of you, like over to the the south, because like guys like more straight south along the bank, you can hear breathing. Okay, I'll like I'll try to like shush everyone as discreetly as I can. But I still want everyone to shush. And I'll kind of like motion that like I'm hearing something in the grass, in the thrush. What does that look like? I just want to know how you'd motion that. It's kind of like, like, kind of shh, and then be like, like, kind of gesture, like, <laughs> you're like, 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 um, and I'll maybe like gesture, like, should I throw a rock in that direction? I'll I'll kind of, I'll nod my head sure, and I'm actually gonna, gonna shake her head. I'm gonna unsling my my uh, bow and just kind of I get there. Yeah, yeah. I I'll, got this. Ready. I'll get. I think he's gonna a smooth stone. Oh no! Oh no! Pinky wanted. Pinky's Pinky gonna put that. her hand on your hand, and she's gonna say, "I got this," and she's gonna start sneaking over to where the breathing is coming from. I keep my hand on the stone. <laughs> You're like white knuckle clutching the stone. Shield and take touches your javelin. Not quite out, but yeah. Okay. Just prepared. You got your shield out and you're reaching back right to throw a javelin. You have your bow with an arrow just kind of sitting there already. Yep. Alright. I would like you to roll a stealth check for me, Pinky. Oh, well, <laughs> let's see. Stealth. That's a 13. Dang it. So let me roll. Actually, what is its passive perception? Give me one. One second. So I open up the book. It's a walrus. <laughs> It's so I guess I guess David's talking to his landlord, so that makes sense. Hopefully everything hopefully everything goes well for him. Huh. Yeah. Well after checking the the stats, I have an answer. I have an I have an understanding of what will happen. So this is what happens. Pinky, 
as you approach quietly, do you kind of how are you how are you, how are you going about sneaking? Like describe um, are you going around? What, what's what's your goal? What, how are you doing this? Uh, well, I would imagine that she would fly kind of up and use like the trees to be kind of above it. Mm-hmm. So as you fly over the trees, kind of like up into the branches, you kind of look and you can see almost what looks to be a shape in the grass. You get closer and as you approach, you kind of turn, you kind of snap a little twig as you're kind of climbing. You see something kind of twitch and you kind of hold your breath and you kind of close your eyes and then you open them and you kind of turn around and look towards what it is. And you see that what twitched is an ear. And you see a sleeping deer, a doe, in the grass, not 30 feet away from you guys. Okay. I think he's going to give a silent sigh of relief. And she's going to stealthily fly back to her friends and say... It's okay, it's just a doe. We can just move on. Unless you guys want to make it our friend. How do you suppose we get across this river? And you said, actually, you said it wasn't that bad, right? I said it's a hundred foot. Yeah. And it's hard to tell how deep it is. It's not like crazy rapids, but it is definitely moving. Yeah, it seems like Pinky will have no trouble getting over the river. Um, if it water, do you have any ideas? Well, I could always fly a rope across. I like that idea. Secure it to something? Brandon froze. Nope. Brandon, you're frozen. Yeah. No, he's just been <laughs> <laughs> You haven't moved in like a minute and we're like, oh, we lost him. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh, David's back. Or Elias back. Elias! Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, craziness. But we're all good. A lot of people no just Your dog didn't get kicked out, did it? No. Oh, good. good. Yeah, he's fine. So, just, yeah, people stopping by and saying happy birthday. So, I have to oblige and say hi. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Anyway, um, you, uh, um, golly, say, I can't remember your name. Aliyah? You guys want to no, catch me up real quick. Let me not Aliyah. Like uh, um, if you guys can catch Aliyah up with what's happened, I'm going to use the restroom. We um, found a river. Adelaide, thank you. Um, everyone's been, we've just been talking and getting to know people's backstory. Adelaide did try to talk to you, but you were gone. So I'm sure that will happen. Um, and we're all together. We saw a deer and some footprints a while back, but the deer's right next to us. Deer's fine. We're at a river crossing. And it seems pretty wide across. We're not sure how deep. And I think uh, Adelaide was trying to ask Ren something about the river. Trying mm-hmm. to use a rope. And then Pinky suggested we could use a rope to go across. But anyway, that's where we're at. 
Hmm. Okay. Can ask your question. Yeah. Love the rope. Ren, do you have any swimming experience? I don't want to brag, but I am a good swimmer. Um, but <clears throat> I mean, we um, could maybe swim across it. Um, Chase, did you say it was like kind of like a rough river? It's not crazy rough, but it's not like it's it's not one that you'd want to like let your ten year old slip swim in. But like you think that most like if you're a confident swimmer, so it's not like rapids, but it's like it is flowing. Exactly. Do I see like little like eddies in there? Is that what they're called? That's like the little like berm that you can see like partially like along yeah, the right. Eddies, eddies are when the water flows backwards, back, back. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to kind of swirl against. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, I'd say that, like, you would see across the way, like, you know how rivers, like, they usually like kind of divide and then kind of come back with like little kind of islands in the middle and stuff like that. You can see like one kind of farther down and like the water, like in that area, and you'd have to hike up a good, like three hundred feet. And then kind of cut over, but there's that island, and then it's kind of the eddy that kind of swings backwards um, in that little outcropping of the the bay, and then close by is that that river as well. But you do notice with the shorter distance to swim, the water does pick up there and it moves faster because there's you know you know how rivers when it's wider it goes slower, when it's closer it goes faster. Um, Ren will, after kind of like looking at the river, um, he'll say, the water here is rather calm, but if we're trying to swim in it and even like if it's shallow to walk in it, it will feel pretty strong. So if we could get some sort of rope to hold on to while we walk to keep us in place or while we swim... I just kind of pull us along rather than trying to fight the current at all. Or we can try to swim and just kind of go with the current. We'll end up a ways downstream, but um, I don't see a problem. I think it looks pretty okay. Do I think that? Should I make a check? Um, I say that what you saw say is pretty accurate. I think that's good good information from an expert. Yeah, I'm basically my character. Brag, <laughs> 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 but uh, um, yeah, we can. Do you guys just want to try and? I guess go here, just where it's. I guess not as strong of a current. Yes, but we should maybe give Pinky a rope to fly across as well. <laughs> Yeah, we should probably have the people who don't have heavy armor go first because I I don't think that armor floats. Yeah, we could test out how deep the river is in the first place. Um I mean, yeah, uh I'm good to go first. I I'm I'm down to try. Okay. Um rope-wise, I'm out of rope and we'll need to have two people sacrifice their rope in order to have 100 feet. Um, I don't have a rope. 
I don't have rope either. <laughs> Did I take the explorer's pack? I, don't I, do. Yeah, I do have rope. I do not have rope. Before anyone goes across the river, can I look? I mean, I, I think Ren already did a little bit, but can I look both ways and make sure there's, like, not just, like, a bridge <laughs> or something? <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to, like... Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 15. You do not see okay. anything within just, the immediate vicinity. Okay, just that would, double check. That would <laughs> make you understand, like, make you have the feeling like, okay, this is where our bridge is at. Sure. Okay. Have, have we been following a trail up to this point, or... You were following the trail from the cabin back to the ferry ring, and then you took a game trail, kind of heading in the, the rough direction of the cabin. Okay. Cool. Um... Opal would have had a, a ding moment, just like, oh, ah. And Opal will stare at the trees and evaluate how tall they are. You'd say. Oh, do you want me to check or no? No, I can tell you how much. There. Uh, make an intelligence check to judge how the, what the height is using the Pythagorean theorem. Yes. Figure out the, the height. <laughs> um, can I make. A survival check and kind of see where that game trail. I imagine when you say game trail, it's like travel of like deer and other animals and stuff like that, correct? Yes. Um, can I see if there's like where they tend to normally enter the river? Is that pretty obvious or? So this looks like it's a watering hole and stuff like that. Um, like they come here to drink and they probably would leave right here and cross. Um, that's what would like would I like see like a game trail on the other side of the river or anything like that? I would say that'd be more of a perception check to like, right. kind of tell what that is. I I'll let you know. Like you can tell, like you can see a lot of hoof prints and stuff like that here. You saw the deer that just kind of was sleeping over there, and after you guys have started discussing it, kind of got up and bolted and ran into the woods and such. Just so you know, for you, um, Opal, you look at the trees. They look roughly 20 to 30 feet high in most places. They're not like super tall, tall trees. Maybe like the tallest of ones are like 50 feet, but you got to still go remember they're probably about 20 feet back from the, um, the shore where like this is kind of more of a grassy area right next to the river. Just a clarification question. Is there a slope down to the river? Yeah, there's a little bit of slope. Cool. Opal shall take out her axe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got your axe? Yeah, I'm the closest one. Crossing. Anyway, all right. Um. <laughs> what time is it, by the way? It's about 6.30. It's like that golden hour okay. for... Like, and now that you see it, the, the fog hasn't is not nearly as thick as it was earlier in the day. You can actually see what looks to be like more towards the the south of where you're at, some higher mountains, um, and also kind of more towards the um, the west. There's some mountains like how kind of where this river seems to be coming from, um, and it's flowing kind of towards the north as. You guys are traveling. 
Um, you guys watch Opal walk kind of back towards the trees with their axe. You started chopping it down? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you get? Um, well, if you will allow it, even though I know you won't, it'd be cool if you did. Yeah. I got a 4, and then I got a 10, and then I got a 14. So my dice did math, and they got it right. Wow, that is pretty tricky. <laughs> I think those are the tree chopping rules, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to do three rolls, and if they all match up, one, then it's all it's just, it's just in one swing. <laughs> yeah, it's in the one game you made that I saw it earlier today. Yep. <laughs> one of the new rules for tree, tree chopping. Tree chopping specifically. Specific, because we need that. Um, I'd say it takes you about... <laughs> you're fairly proficient with axes. Yeah. You've had a lot of practice with your axe. Your yeah. axe is a really good axe. I would have... Uh, with the plus six, the first would have been a ten. So Yeah. You... you takes you about three minutes, but you're just... And you know, kind of the you know, the V formation that you go, you like over, under, and then kind of hit on the backside, and it tips it, and it starts falling. Yeah. And I'll yell before timber. You yell timber. Everyone kind of like backs off. I, I figured that you probably didn't chop the one that was going to fall right on top of your friends. I'm gonna kick it. You gonna kick it? I got it too. Yeah, you kind of give it a little nudge because it's kind of teetering. Doesn't need a lot. It falls. You can see like the the branches fall and like splash hit the the water as it kind of disrupts some of the the water splashing. Kind of the people still close to the bank. You're like, oh, river water. <laughs> um, Fish pee in that. Okay, you have chopped down that tree. All right. Okay. Uh, sorry, guys, so much for uh, leave no trace and subtle movements. But I have another idea just for precaution for me, since I do have heavy armor. Um, I have armor. That is an armor that I'm trying to read, but it's chain I have chain metal. There we go. It's right there. Chain metal. So um, just an additional thing if we're like not good at swimming at all. Like, for any reason, <laughs> like, any reason at all. So, I've made another way over, but let's use the rope as well, because this tree ain't long enough. So, I hate to burst everyone's bubble, but I got one more concern. Um, what are we going to do with Gramps over here and uh, the guy in the, in the uh, stretcher? Yeah. So... Um, I can carry the little moss man if someone else will carry the goat. I'll carry the goat. <laughs> I mean, ability. I af after I swim across and see how difficult it is, I would be willing to carry the guy on my back if we like strap him to me. Um, if it's calm enough, um. I think we should like kind of get a better picture of like what we're dealing with, and then we can get a better solution. Well, Ren, it looks like you're up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Ren, how do you prepare yourself to swim? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I, I probably take my like my 
heavy equipment off. Um, other than that, like I'm like I'm pretty ready. I mean, I take off my my nice clothes, kind of like in my my intro. Just light clothes. I'm feeling good. Um, maybe since like I know like we're gonna be like traveling, I'll maybe like take off my shirt or something. Um, I'm just I'm just doing light stuff, and then I I step into the water. Is it cold or kind of warm? Because I remember like the, the air is warm, right? Yeah, it is actually fairly. For you don't have like you're used to ocean more tropical-esque temperatures for water. This is akin, not as warm. It's still a little cold, which, excuse me, at first it, it unsettles you. You're like, oh, this is weird. This is like going swimming on a rainy day to yeah. cold. You don't like it, but then you're like, wait, this is just normal. It's fine. So it's actually not that bad. It's fairly warm. Cool. Yeah, so I basically have nothing on not me, not nothing on, but like none of my gear, <laughs> my equipment. I didn't know it was that kind of show. Why are you gonna get that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why stop at the shirt? Yeah, so I'll I'll feel that it's good, and I just kind of start going in slowly, just kind of gauge the depth, kind of feeling like if there's any like drop offs, like sharp rocks, twigs, mm-hmm. rebar yeah. sticking out. Make her. Uh, um, yes. Make a survival check with advantage because this is something that you would be very good at. Uh-huh. Um, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. You have spent your life in water. As you first start taking the slow steps down into it, it almost makes your heart pitter patter with excitement. Because this is <laughs> this is your element. This is good water. It's good water. We we joked about the river water, but it's still good water. All water is good water, unless it's not. Um, and you look down and you kind of find yourself kind of holding on to the one totem of uh, Batia, and you kind of look down. And you're like, this isn't the ocean, but the ocean is made from the rivers. So maybe this is still, in some sense, her. And that gives you comfort. And as you get deeper and deeper and you can feel yourself kind of emerge, like submerge into the water, your sun-kissed shoulders going underneath and you start rowing, you feel that the current is strong. It's definitely one that would carry you away. You are very practiced with currents, though. You know how to deal with rip tides you've grown up with this and so you instead of fighting the current you let the current guide you as anyone would and as you allow the current to do what it's doing and you go with the flow you find yourself ending up about 100 feet down from where everyone else is but you safely cross easy enough okay and so like it was deep enough like i had to swim it was deep enough that you had to swim. You'd say that you got out about 10 or so, 10, 15, about 15 feet into the water, and then you had to start swimming. Uh, every once in a while, like 
maybe in the middle you'd feel like a little spot where you could like kind of touch your toes like if you like really stretched out but the problem is you don't have enough leverage to kind of hold yourself up with being pushed so you yeah yeah, you can't can't, like hop along um so i'll like kind of get off on the other shore kind of like wave to the party (laughs) give like a thumbs up um and then i'll be like damn i should have brought the rope to attach it um and then i'll just kind of i guess yeah pinky can fly whatever and then i'll make my way back (laughs) well i think pinky would fly over with you with the rope to have you attach it because i don't know if pinky is good at knots yeah pinky can't tie knots (laughs) yes how strong are you in carrying rope not strong that's okay Um, should i roll something (laughs) let's have you roll something let's let's do a strength (laughs) check because okay like holding just starting out at one end it's not too bad but as you continue forward the weight of the rope and also the rope being pulled by the water as it uncoils yeah. and going is going to make it a little difficult okay so let's do a strength check <laughs> that's an eight Ooh. so yeah. you get i'm assuming that you guys figured out the rope <clears throat> although would have offered the rope from the bag um, who else? I'm assuming Opal. Opal said and a rope. Um, oh, Ren has rope. Ren has rope. We'll have Ren do it. And Opal, you keep your rope. Rope's on dead men. Oh, your rope's on dead men? Oh, yeah, you tied dead men up. Okay. Um, that'd be the two ropes. You get about halfway out into the water, and to hold this rope is too much for you. You can allow, you can keep it up in the air, but you're going to start drifting towards the south as it's kind of starting to pull you along. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also retry your strength saving throw, though this next time you will have disadvantage because you've already failed. It's like you, it, you've already started down like the slippery slope, but see if you can kick it into maximum overdrive and pull back. Come on, Pinky. Okay, that's an 11 this time. <laughs> Yeah, you start getting head ground, but you really can't do much. You're kind of just stuck there for a little bit, kind of looking around like, ah. Uh. I mean, if if Ren notices like that she's like struggling, like she's just like holding this heavy rope, her wings are pitter pattering. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could I could grab it from her, um, like, because I mean, she's flying just right above me, right? How much does the rope weigh? Would you say? That's a good question. 10 pounds. And it's 100 feet, so it's 20 pounds. And Uh, how much much do you weigh? Would you say, Pinky? Um, Let's see. I don't know. Not very much. Yeah, this is like half your body weight, probably. Uh, it's it's probably almost my body weight. Is I'm only is, two and a half feet tall. I'm like toddler size. I looked at some. 
toddler weight scale things, and the average for my size is 22 pounds. So, um, if so, it would weigh 20 pounds if I was trying to lift the entire thing, right? Yeah, and that's why as she went out, it got harder and harder. So she's only holding like 10 pounds of it, but it's also being pulled by the river, and so it's that's why she's really struggling. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, I have, I have a question for you. Yeah. Could I cast Mage Hand and use Mage Hand basically to support the rope at the opposite end? Just to Can basically... Out of the water? Up out of the water, yeah, just to help her get across. Hmm. Ooh, I like that. Mart. What's the range of Mage Hand, if you don't ask Um, so Mage Hand is, I can, like, so it can go 30 feet away from me. Okay. So you won't be able to get partially the way across, but you can get mostly. Like, you can get a third of the way, basically. To help out, um, I'll allow if if Pinky wants to try this last one, you can have advantage on your strength check. Um, though the DC okay. will be very high for you, it'll probably be like I'd say at least a 15, if probably let's say okay. 60. Can I 30 across? Is okay, should I go ahead with my check or should I wait? Go ahead, sorry. Yes, roll. Well, I fail. That as is, it's a twelve, it's an eleven. As you kind of are struggling, um, it's really hard, and then all of a sudden it gets super light. Um, like it was helping with the mage hand, but all of a sudden it gets really light as Ren kind of come back, come back, kind of grab the rope, and he's kind of helping you, and like you're still holding on to the end, but he's like kind of. Kind of tucked it around his shoulder and just swimming back. And you're like, well, like this is really nice. with it. <laughs> yeah, so you, you're able to make it across with the rope um, very easily. You don't even need to check, make a check, Brandon, because you're great swimming and the mage hand helping. So um, works out very well. I imagine like Ren takes the rope. But then he sees this like spectral hand, like chasing him, kind of. He's like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> it's like the, the like, and like he was like swim faster, but it's like the same animation just sped up. There's <laughs> a little like I have like a wake behind me. It's like, <laughs> okay, that is two people across. We still have Baron, Adelaide. Opal, Aliyah, Moss, the goat, and the man. So I'll, I'll secure the rope on the other end so we can kind of have like a rope spanning the width of the, the river so that people can basically just like pull themselves across. Um, hopefully. In theory. Um, rather than swimming. But I, I mean, I said I, I could go back and get the old man as well. So I think I'm feeling pretty good, and especially with that rope. Like, I can have him 
or Pablo. I mean, if he's doing good. I'm yelling this across the river, by the way. Okay. Well, I imagine Pablo's carrying the guy now, right? He's just holding him in his in his hands. Okay. In like a, a baby Bjorn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's like tied to the sheet that you guys used, like around his shoulders, and he's like tap bouncing him. I'm just joking, but he's um, holding him. Can I lift Moss? It's very heavy. He is dense, but he's not heavy. I'd say he's heavier than um <laughs> he's probably probably like 35-40 pounds. But if not, Kyle will let us know when he comes back. But as of right now, I'm rolling it about that much. 40 pounds. Okay. Um I'm I'm gonna attempt to, to carry moss across, but before we go, I'm I'm going to uh I'm gonna cast like go around and cast guidance from each of us mm-hmm. just as a little precaution as we may not be as great swimmers just so you know guidance only lasts for a minute so for everyone to get the benefit they would have to be much go and it's concentration so you can only kind of do one person. oh so why don't i go last and i'll just cast it on each person that goes well that can work would that work okay so and Piggy can be ferrying equipment back and forth between the. Okay, I was just going to ask if someone could get my stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say like it's fairly easy for Pinky. It, it may take some time, but for how many people you gotta get across, you can get all the yeah. equipment that is needed. Are you taking off your your full plate armor or your full chainmail across? Yes. Um. What about you, Opal? Are you going to keep your armor on or take it off? Where would it go? On the gold? I mean, instead of carrying it. um, It was just like a question. Like, it will make the DC harder because you're in literally a suit of metal. That makes sense. Uh, um, That happens every night. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And, um, I'd say, as of right now, looking at it with also carrying the goat, you're looking at probably an athletics DC. So you make an athletics check, and, and just kind of getting a size up of it, it feels probably like an, a DC of 17 to yeah. get across. Hmm. It is a little high. Um, could I get my armor back? Uh, as long as... Um, Pinky has offered to start hoisting people's stuff from one mm-hmm. side to another. So I would allow her to also get that. Like, I would I mean, probably have to do little, one or two pieces at a time. But. I think it's going to be a little hard, but like, also Ren will be helping out as well. wherever. Um, if Opal can hold her breath long enough, because I mean, if she's still holding the rope to, onto the rope and it just like sinks down with her to the bottom, if she's holding on and can hold her breath, she can maybe just just walking, walking. Just, like Jack Sparrow <laughs> underneath the yeah, like, I mean, yeah, definitely you could do that. Like, that's another option with your armor on. You'd be heavy enough to, like, walk across the bottom. Um, you, the amount of time that you can hold your breath, and this is for everyone's information, is equal, like, in minutes is equal to your constitution modifier. So say my constitution modifier is two. I can hold my breath for two minutes before, like, I start drowning, in a sense. What are the negatives? I'm not. 
Um, I think the base. <laughs> if he has at, if you have disadvantage on every no. Generally, the minimum is always a minute at one. Okay. Well, I got a thirteen. No, sorry, twelve for um, athletics. So, um, how um, would it be possible to cross with two minutes? <laughs> two minutes. Uh, I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. As, like, you kind of start sinking underwater, you kind of push the goat up above your head and you're kind of carrying, like, holding to the rope. It's a, the second dice I rolled, but you didn't ask, so I'll follow what you said. So I got a 16. A 16? So, as you kind of go underneath the water, you get one last breath. <gasps> And you're underneath the water, and as you're yeah, you're you kind of get it's in the belly that you have to breathe. Um, four because you said you got a guy, yeah, definitely do that. I need to get rid of this dice. Don't forget about that. Um, so now it's a 17. Okay, um, as you can go under the water, it's murky, it's dark. You can see what looks to be the shapes of fish swimming, or maybe it's algae growing. It's dirty. It's very silty at the bottom. You can feel like how the slippery stones underneath your armored boots. And go ahead. Does the goat hold his breath? The, you you have you're kind of okay. holding the goat okay. above your head <laughs> as you're kind of walking. Like will be sober and the donkey. With the donkey. Uh, as you kind of get to the point where you can almost feel yourself like like you need to take a breath, you feel like your foot gains purchase on upwards and you're able to climb up and you and you can you can't catch rest. You're still holding the goat up and it's like it kind of looks down at you and just goes and then <laughs> Um, as it screams at you, but not in an angry way, but in a confused and somewhat satisfied way. Um, <laughs> you have made it across. You are covered in kind of like that chalky silt from like kind of pushing it up as you've been walking. And you, you kind of feel like the sandy feeling everywhere. But it's not an uncommon feeling. It's, 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 it's very earthy. And you've made it across. I'll try to grab my face, face off and yeah. yeah. Hey. You are across. You make it over <laughs> to Ren. You can see he's kind of still standing there. He hasn't gotten his shirt back yet, but he's just making sure, keeping an eye out as people are crossing. They chased Aliyah, right? Aliyah, you, and Adelaide, and Adelaide, and the dude and oh. Pop. What was that, Aliyah? How? long has Aliyah been out of her house? You have been out of your house now for you would assume to be more than a day. More than, like, does that include, like, the travel time, like, in the carriage and that kind of stuff? Yes. But it's only been, like, I'd say about two and a half hours since you guys left the last cabin. 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. Who's up next? Why not? I'll go. Okay. Um, Elias, you will need to make a strength saving throw. Since there is a rope, you have advantage. Or strength, not strength saving throw. Either athletics or acrobatics for your swimming. Um, you have advantage, and the DC is only 10 for because the rope has been implemented. And basically, the only way for you to like lose grip is if you kind of like let go. So it's fairly... And she has guidance. And she has guidance. And you have guidance. And you said I, I get... Uh... Advantage? Okay. Uh, I got a 16 with advantage. And then, I don't... Yeah. You make sure to put all your... kind The book that you've been kind of reading, Kimmy, as you've been... You put it in your backpack and kind of seal it up. So that way we'll not get... She'll kind of, like, hold up a little bit higher, like, on her shoulder, kind of, like, above her head a little bit while holding on to the... Inky takes it across his mouth. Like that works. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just figured you were busy with uh, the other things, and she didn't want to burden you with carrying her stuff. So Pinky is happy to carry everybody's stuff. You easily enough make it across. Um, I will go next. I'll give my bag up to Pinky that has, like, two items in it, and that's it. You feel, you feel that one of these items, Pinky, is very square, and the, the other... Square. What's the other one? The book. Oh, yeah. One is square, and the other one is more rectangular in shape. That's all you see in the bag. Almost like a book. Uh, does it look like this <laughs> could support, like, someone standing on it? Um, I don't think it was. It wasn't like top top. Okay. It's more so like was, so that you can. Okay, kind of. He's gonna show off his tiger skills. I was gonna show off my tiger skills. <laughs> you could definitely try. Well, if it's not, it would be like it Yeah, it'd be very. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, they're still tight. Um, I'll just go across normal. Okay. Um, it's same. What's your strength or or your athletics or acrobatics? Oh, that's not good. You get a on it. Thank you. you it's just, I oh, I don't need it. Um, but sure, why not? Just for funsies. That's uh, gonna be twenty twenty-four. If you had the option of using the rope or not, would you use the rope? Like, yeah. If it was tight enough, I think I would have gone uh, like running across. Like, almost. no. I mean, it's like, oh. With swimming, if you didn't need to use the rope, would you still use it, or were you the kind of person I don't that think would I would have used the rope if I didn't feel like I needed it. Yeah, you don't use the rope. Yeah. You get across; it's easy. Okay. Um, as you all know, Sparrow swimming across, he's seems very athletic. Very, um, I don't know if athletic, very dexterous, so easily moves his body and they're able to get across. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Um, 
Well, it was and it was a it was an option. The, the log is slowly like kind of starting to drift. Oh, uh, yeah, I know it was. It is not a log; it's a tree. By the way, it's a tree. <laughs> you didn't you didn't it's dress so any of the the limbs taken. It's, just, it's, just it's literally, literally just a cut down tree in the water. And so we just have Pablo and. So I'll cast guidance on Pablo and. Okay. And Pablo is carrying the guy. That's the plan. On his tummy. Um, just on him. Okay. I, I'm assuming that he would kind of lay him over his back. Um, let me make a check for Pablo. Let me get up his little character, not character sheet, but his little stat block that way. Um, At any point in the river, was there a spot that, like, kind of midway where, like, someone could, like, stand and help people get through? Not really. Um, because he's carrying somebody... Um, he still has advantage because of the rope, but his DC is higher. It's going to be, uh, probably a 16, just so you know. He rolled a 10. He has a plus four modifier, so he's at 14 right now. He got one. Misses it by one point. For rules of the game. But what you guys see, as he goes across, he's swimming very well. And he himself looks like he's doing very well. But as time goes on, it looks like the guy is kind of getting dragged back in the water. Um, let me... How far has he made it across? He's about halfway. Um... I mean, it's not like he can get Brandon, I want you to roll a d20. If it's above a 10, it's okay. If it's not above the 10, it's bad. It's a 10. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I mean, it's like a death It's 10 or above, it's okay. <laughs> You know what? No, let's make it. I'm joking. No, like, it's okay, but just barely. Just barely. Like, you literally see him, like, the guy that's dead starts floating off, <laughs> and then Pablo goes, Oh crap, I'm losing the guy. Swims that kind of grabs it, like, kind of shimmies along the rope. Um, the guy's water <laughs> for, like, a good portion of the way. Well, he, he, hasn't been, like... he hasn't been breathing, so <laughs> this won't really. Just dead body. Him. <laughs> yeah, just moisturizing him. Honestly, yeah. I, it's not bad. <laughs> it, it helps the tentacle hand. The tentacle hand looks, look, looks better. Yeah. With um, He is able to make it across, though he does look really tired when he gets across. He has one point of exhaustion. Oh. Mm. Guy or Pablo? Pablo. Okay. Pablo, he, is, he gets over there and he's just like... <sighs> You, you can't tell if he's like super nervous or if he's just like traumatized, traumatized or he actually does. Is the haversack like, waterproof? Yes. yes. Oh, we're fantastic. We're the best. Yeah, you don't want to get that fireplace dirty. I mean, wet. Yeah. Or the bed. <laughs> or the bed. Tent. Or the okay. porcelain tea set. Yeah. Yeah. It's, for you, you are wearing heavy armor. Um. No, didn't you take it off? I did take oh, it off. You, you took it off. Then it's easier for you. Okay. So and you're not carrying a goat. 
So it's no, also like, who's, who's Moss? I'm Moss. Okay, so that's gonna make it a little harder. Unless we want to just wake Moss up. Uh, your DC is going to be. Um, I set his at sixteen, but he was like a full person. So let's say fourteen. Okay, and this is my uh... either athletics or acrobatics, whichever one you like. We will do athletics. Eighteen. Eighteen. So you're able to, with the help of the water, have a question. How used to you are, are how used are hmm, how am i trying to say this is it common for you to feel dirt in water when you're in it no but right now she's having the attitude of well isn't this exciting i'm a real adventurer <laughs> <laughs> until she gets to the other side i think that she's look at me carrying moths across the river <laughs> this, this is so exciting um, um, I didn't think she's ever crossed the river before. So you position Moss on your back. You have to swim. So I'm in like running pools and stuff like right. that. And maybe in like, um, like places that are meant for swimming. As you kind of like lay um, Moss kind of on his back, he kind of just kind of floats there. And he's still sleeping. And he's just <laughs> knocked out. Man, that fight took it out of him. He's old. <laughs> Recovering. You, you pull him across the river. It's fairly easy, especially with the rope. You can kind of use it to help you get across. And you, everyone and their equipment has to get across the river, except the other end of the rope that's on the other side. Oh no! Oh, yeah. Pinky. Oh yeah. Pinky. <laughs> yeah. Go untie that rope. Someone on the other side reels it back in. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. By this time, though, it is basically dark it is at that twilight hour where the moon y'all has risen up and you can see in the like it's bright light shining above and you can see almost to the side kind of the purple haze of yarna the purple moon shining above you as well you can see just a hint on the horizon, kind of the last light of today leaving, and it is getting dark. As much as I love to stay in wet clothes, it might be best to find somewhere to stay and set up a fire. I agree. Are you going to continue traveling, or are you going to set up shop? Um, Lady's already changing her shoes. So she, does she, it I, look like we are anywhere near any sort of caves? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I was just painting. Does this look like, yeah, what does this little area look like? Does it look like it'd be a, a good place to? It's close to water. It's marshland. Kind of marshland, not too far away. You can't get more back up into the trees. The trees on this side are just as thick as on the other side. Um, with the different, like, deciduous coniferous-style trees around. Um, down here, you have a beautiful view of the night sky. But 
up in the trees, there's a little bit more cover, though you won't be able to see anything as close, and you have more line of sight down by the river. I will say this. With Ren's natural, like, passive perception of 15, you also do see in the distance what looks to be kind of darker cloud rolling in from the where the mountains are like kind of following the ridge of the mountains to the south and almost darker as in storm yes. or some sort of precipitation you can almost feel the the totem around your neck the one of yoko have softly burn with like an energy almost like it is excited for something uh, something that you become very akin to whenever there is a storm brewing and i can maybe even like once i notice this i kind of like take a hint of like the the ozone in the air i kind of or petrichor i think that's uh, a better term for it um i kind of sniff it and i say we should probably find decent shelter because we're about to be maybe wetter than we are now. Oh boy. Not wet at all. <laughs> You'll especially be wetter than you are now. <laughs> um. Is anyone good at perhaps we can move a little bit further in and see if we can find some more shelter. Close are we to okay. the mountains or hills? You, like you can see right here, kind of comes up into a hill area, like it's going up. But where you're at in the river, you can see the mountains more towards the south. So we're not, we're not really by hills. It's hard to say. Like there can be caves, like in more hilly-esque terrain, though it is more rare. Yeah. Should we set up in the trees? I think as long as we have some sort of cover, um, there are probably areas in this in this forest that are thicker than others. That might be better as there's more of a natural canopy. Ren, how much time do we have before the storm gets here? How much time do we have before the storm gets here? Uh, make a survival check for that one. Survival? Yes. As you kind of like weigh the the ozone in in the air. Ooh, that's an eight. Hard to tell. Probably within the next couple of hours, you'd assume. Like, it will come down tonight. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say, like, I kind of like, maybe like, judge like the wind or something. I'm like, I, it could be in a couple minutes. It could be in a few hours. Yoko's unpredictable. You can't really, uh, a little bit chaotic. Um, I think we should just get shelter as soon as possible. Well, let's 
trudge on for a bit then. Okay. Um, as you're going, who's leading the charge in this travel? Um, who's I going to Piggy. do? Yeah, oh, I think Piggy right. will probably do her, you know, stealthy scouting thing again. All right. Make a survival check. And I look for stuff to gather for firewood. Yes, definitely. That's 12. Do a survival check as well. Okay. Anyone have uh, uh, any torches or anything? Give us a little light. I do. I can't see well in the dark. I need some more D8 rolls for people. I'll do one this time. I'll light a torch. A one! One. Okay. I'm lighting a torch. Yes. Who else could do a, a D8 roll for me? Do one. Victoria would want to do one, but I don't know if we want to wait for her. She just. I mean, I'm happy to have Tori roll or roll as well, Pinky. All right, I rolled a one. That means two ones. Whatever that means. <laughs> we can just probably move on. Brandon can do it. The, the D20 roll? D8? Yes. Okay. Sorry about that. Two. Two. Okay. Good to know. Um, as you guys continue, you... The walking now is a lot more difficult than it was previously. You continue forward, um, and it's not too long after, maybe about 30 minutes where you first start to feel the first kind of taps on your shoulder of water, and then you hear a crack of thunder, and it flashes this bright light throughout the whole entire woods that almost eeriness that was with the fog kind of comes back but this time it's more visceral where these trees with every flash of lightning almost looks like the same bones as the creatures that were trying to kill you earlier almost a sense of dread kind of builds inside of you as you just want to push forward you just want to make it to wherever you could to rest. As you guys are walking, you have stuck fairly close to this side of the riverbank since it seems to be flowing in the same direction. What is your guys' order in walking? Who's in the front? Who's in the back? 
Pinky's in the front. Yeah. I think Opal would be second because she's looking for. I have the torch, which I would assume would start. It's still lit, though. Yeah. Does anyone else have a torch as well, or do we just have one torch? I have torches. Oh. I, would, I have torches as well. I don't think Pinky would have a torch, but she has torches. <laughs> you can just take a torch and cast light on it, and it gives about the same light. You don't get any heat from them, like the light cantrip, but you do get the same vein of illumination. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do that, because then we don't have to use up one. I think I'm more towards the back this time. Yeah. Also, did Moss wake up to the thunder? <laughs> Moss kind of woke up, and he looks pretty curmudgeoned. And he's like, well, why am I all wet? And then kind of puts his hood up, and then seeing that starting to rain, just kind of settles down on Philip and, and just kind of riding, looks really perturbed. Um, I think Ren would be, I mean, if we're carrying the guy on a stretcher again, uh, me and Pablo. Uh, I can actually switch Pablo out. I'd probably be a good choice. Pablo does not look like he's doing Pablo's good. tired. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'll, I'll switch Pablo out. You guys are going to be in the back. Pinky, Opal, Adelaide, how close are you to the front? How close are you to the front of the group as you're traveling? Oh, I'm probably close to like Opal and Moss. Okay. In, um, in the middle. And Aaliyah? That's that's probably right. where I'm. Oh, that's probably where Eliza at too. Is right there in the middle. As you guys are walking, you're just trying to get there, get where you need to be. You, Pinky, you see in front of you, kind of the path, like looks fairly clear, kind of along this ridge that kind of swoops down close by. Like you kind of gain altitude, and you can see where the river is washed out, kind of this the earth close to you and you're kind of like walking along that little cliff edge it's not too deep but as you approach it and you walk you kind of beckon everyone to follow you like oh this seems like a clear way opal alaya adelaide as you guys are walking more close to the front and you would trigger this you feel the ground underneath you start to give out as the ground where you're standing Start sliding out from underneath you. I need each one of you to make dexterity saving throws. Oh no. And who? You, Aliyah, yeah, Opal, and Adelaide. So the girls and Coyle. The girls. Coils. <laughs> and Pinky would have triggered it, but she's flying, so. What's the save? Um that is a good question. Dexterity save. Yeah, but the, I meant the DC, sorry. Thanks. What'd you get? Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. Five. Five. Six. Um, Eliel, you kind of feel going and you're able to kind of lunge to the other side. Push. And you grab onto like some limbs of like a bush and you can kind of hold yourself as the rest of the ground underneath you gives out. Did you have some I shove uh Either Opal or um, um, Adelaide. Adelaide, with that dexterity save. Yes, you can choose to be in their place as they fall. Yeah, that's what my character. That's what Aliyah would do. 
She, she would probably let uh let me see here. Um Tori or Ed Faith. Even or odd. Even. Odd. It is odd. So I uh, would push uh Adelaide. Adelaide. As you go to reach for that, you realize that you're not the only one falling, and you kind of grab Adelaide and push her, and pushing yourself back, and you know Opal tumble down. 30 feet. Oh gosh, okay. No, we too far. It was, it was, since you're holding a guy, not really much you can do. Unless I drop him. I mean, no, it's fair, yeah. Say like bonk his head. <laughs> I mean, he's he's already dead. So <laughs> I actually rolled pretty bad on my fall damage. Um, you both take five points of damage. Oh my gosh, that's like okay, good. Yeah, that's not bad. As you kind of land down into like the more soft earth down in the bank, um, and taste seems the most run, but you are pretty scratched up, um, and now you're at the bottom. Yeah. Are you okay? Um. Yeah, I think I'm fine. Uh. Do you, what What does it look like now that it's like? It looks like the position where they were at was an earthen cliff that had been eroded away by the river over time. One wrong step. Survival check not high enough. Yeah. Didn't notice it. And then they fell down. Uh, does it look like if we were to continue, like... I guess the path that... Oh, can we... Do you think you guys can climb back up here? Or should we come to you? Um, it looks kind of high up. Um, I might be able to try to climb out. It's also raining. And then we all know who, who those who have us who have played Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. It's just not worth trying to mm. climb. Away. Unless you have enough stamina, you just jump up. That's true. But then you always slide like That's halfway true. down after every jump. <laughs> it's only halfway. That's true. So if you have enough, I'm gonna try. Alaya, I'll try. Can we do your uh nope, not Alaya, call Lee. Too many A names. It's Adelaide. Adelaide. Can we see your rope? Can I try climbing, Chase? Yeah, go ahead. Um, they're talking about sending a rope down for you. Are you just gonna start climbing? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna attempt. Yeah. Yeah. Make a athletics check. Opal's gonna be increased Fifteen. Okay. Opal? Uh, Opal's healing herself and watching if Eli is accept, uh, successful. Okay. Just barely. As you kind of scramble up, you are covered in mud. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It is raining, and you are just... From head to toe, you don't feel like you've been this dirty in a long, long time. 
it also in some ways brings back memories of a different night that was raining and dark and you were covered in mud hiding and for so, a second there you almost like let go of your grip and lock up but then you calm yourself and you're able to make it to the top okay you kind of emerge out from the little divot that was left behind with you guys falling you all see who it probably is Alaya. If Alaya was made out of mud. <laughs> oh, you're still at the bottom. What are you doing? This shall determine her mentality. Um, she shall find. She shall find? Okay. Make an athletics check. That one! Maybe. Why is it okay? Um, how about we do this? <laughs> I rolled three sevens. No <laughs> I got uh by this point I probably would have had a rope down, by the way. Can I have the rope? Yeah. With advantage! Try it. Um I don't remember what I rolled. It was a seventeen. My second one was a seventeen with okay. advantage. Um, so that's Event, like dirty twenty. With the help of the rope, like you start going up, you are wearing heavy armor. It makes climbing also difficult. But with the help of a rope, you're able to make your way up. You two are also covered in mud. It reminds you of the day that you and another little girl got in a mud fight <laughs> on the training grounds. And you won. Shall <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get up. Rather than, you know, throwing a fit, she's going to get some mud and slap it on Adelaide's dress. <laughs> she's just going to, she's just going to kind of like, <laughs> like, 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 is just going to like take a very deep refined breath and then like slowly look down at like her dress and then like slowly back at opal and she's like she's got it like kind of like under control but in her eyes you can tell that she's just like you want to rematch yeah. you want to rematch or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but out loud she's oh. <laughs> yeah i'll just say I, you've gotten better. And can you help me? <laughs> She's gonna help her. <laughs> I really like your guys' new outfits. Very fashionable. Oh yeah, you're you're. Um, She's just so pretty, pretty. Slide of hand. It's a um. It's a. It's a seventeen. Ah! It's higher than your AC. You slaughtering good luck. Yeah. As you're kind of like, oh my goodness, what the heck? That's too. Was he? Were, were, you, were you talking to Alaya or were you talking to uh, I was Adelaide? talking to all three of you at that point. Oh, okay. Alaya would have kind of just blown you off and like walked past you. Yes. Yeah. As Alaya... Oh, sorry. Very good. That's the same thing. As Alaya's walking past, um, Adelaide is going to just look her in the eyes and say, thank you. That was like, very 
Alaya like would like kind of like her head down. She would kind of like just slightly raise it and look over at you, and she would say, "Hey, yeah, no, no, no problem," and just keep walking. You guys look over, and Pinky's just there slathering herself in mud. Fashion. Good for the skin. Luckily for all of you, it is raining heavily, and so you're taking a shower as well. No. So. Who's gonna oh, um, boy. and make a mud pie and then go over to Ray? Um, Alaya is looking for a place where she could potentially get out of the rain. <laughs> make a either investigation, perception, or survival. Now all of us. It's up to you. England, perfect. Twenty-three. Wow. Wow. That is very good. As you have keep trudging along, you notice not too far away from here, um, kind of on, like there is a little bit of a path that kind of leads down, back down towards the, kind of midway up the bank and stuff like that, where there looks to be a cave that has dug in, where kind of more of like natural rock has like kind of been eroded too. And you see this cave seems to be heading down from there. Okay. Um, uh, hey, I... Too shy to lie, I would turn around. There's, um, there's a cave down here. I'm gonna get out of this rain. Um, as Eli turns around, she would see Opal doing Simbo with mud on the dead guy. And she <laughs> would have also made a mud handprint on Moss to make sure everybody was covered in mud. So it was a team bonding experience. You see that Moss, like, um, he doesn't even, like, notice you, and, like, you, you like, yeah. pat him on the shoulder, and he goes, like, huh? <laughs> what the heck is this? It's like a monster? Anyways. Yeah. Ta-da! Okay. Not to put words in Moss's mouth, but I'm assuming that's what <laughs> you would say in a situation like that. Seems pretty accurate. Um, yeah, we're heading to the cave. As you guys head to the hey. cave, those who would like to, you can get cleaned up. Um, you all kind of get in there, and you feel like the wear and tear of this travel is kind of building on you, and you kind of get the opportunity to sit down out of the rain that's been beating you for like the past hour. It's late. You're tired. Opal, because you gathered dry firewood for the travel as you were going. Dry. It's still dry. I'm assuming that you were okay. like, kind of keeping it protected. Yeah. You are able to also build a fire. Oh. And Head nodding. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a vibe, definitely. Um, how deep is this cave? That is a good question. Um, just so you know, you set up your cave, tent, your tent cave. Um, it's very nice. Um, as everyone looks at this tent, Paul is like helping you, but he looks really tired as he's helping you. He's like, oh. uh, he gets it up, like helps get the poles finished. And then, like, he literally just goes over to the habitat, pulls out his, like, little bedroll, 
and then like kind of, kind of curls into it kind of fairly close to the fire. Big tent have like a little outcome. It's like a dumbhouse. Yes. It actually covers his. Yeah. His it's like, it's still very small. <laughs> It's a big guy, but I mean, I would allow that. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's amazing. He's like, like, um, like Emperor's New Groove when they're like camping, and Kronk has this little tiny tent that like yeah. they, his feet are in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Matt, if I were been thinking, I would have made Pablo's voice sound like Kronk, but I did a very good impression, so it's okay. Oh, I like Anyways, I think Brendan, you had a question on how deep this cave goes. It looks yeah. like it goes a, like deeper than where you guys are at right now. Um, though, like looking down there, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it, just as long as I know, like there is more in there. I think we're we're kind of mostly staying at the mouth, yeah, um, just where we can keep dry. But um, I am kind of. A little wary of like if there's like animals or something in there um i don't want anything to come out and kind of not think that we're welcome um but yeah yeah as, as you to look around you don't see like you see like the signs of animals having been here um nothing looks very fresh though so you would assume that maybe that you're the only residents of the cave as of right now. I'll probably just be sitting by the fire, just trying to dry off. Um, should we uh, set up a watch? Probably. That would be very wise. Do we have any uh, volunteers for the shifts? I can probably do at least three. I can take the first one. I'll take it with you, Ren. Okay. We have an offer on number two. I'll go second. <clears throat> Pinky, did you want to go second too? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll go third. But it's like a voice coming from the tent. From inside the tent. <laughs> You can see that she's set up her own, like her little stove top inside as well. So like you can see like the warm glow of the fire. She's kind of like sitting there, like brushing out her hair and like really scrubbing the dirt out of that dress. How big is the tent? It's it's like I I, I remember describing it as like a four person tent. So it's it's very large for just one person. It's very comfortable, I should say. She has like a little seat set up on one side and like a cot on the other. And she's like, oh, just roughing it out in the wilderness. <laughs> so adventurous. That's <laughs> like a kind of like sigh. <sighs> <laughs> so the only person that's taking the third watch is Allie. I think so. I guess so. Yeah. She's Elia. never taken the third watch before. <laughs> Yeah, Elia, right? Oh, huh? I, oh I no. Oh, sorry, to you. Oh, I thought I didn't hear anything from Elia, so I had assumed that she was not taking the watch. 
yeah, she's just like off in her own world at the moment. Adelaide can take the watch with the moss. That's true. Yeah, that's possible. Or by herself. Moss will. Ah. Can accompany her by just sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll be there in spirit, but not yeah. in mind. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, before everyone gets settled, uh, I'm gonna go uh, check further into the cave and see if there's anything that way. Does anyone want to join me? Uh, yes, Pinky and I will. What? I will provide a torch. And, like, I was just gonna grab one of the little things from the fire and just. Yeah, right. If you could like, I can make you glow again. No, princess, you're okay. It's just lady. Just lady. No lady. No lady. No lady. Um, <laughs> ideas continue. I would like you all to make investigation checks. I don't imagine we're trying to go super, super far, but like we're kind of just sussing it out. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my investigation? Seventeen. Oh, nice. As you continue down, something that you both Opal and Ren would notice is that you know not Ren. Baron. The other Ren. Bear Ren. Bear Ren. <laughs> Baron literally looks like Ren, but in bear form. Yes. Baron. <laughs> Anyways, and Pinky, you're just having fun. It's <laughs> it's a kind of being case again. It reminds you of the cute rocks. And... You find one that looks oddly shaped like a goblin's face, like the nose and everything. Pocket that. Um, <laughs> you do would notice the signs of what look to be. Some sort of some inclination that deeper down, someone else has stayed here before, human, or at least humanoid. You find the another remnants of fire, um, places where it looks like two bodies had like laid down and rested, like where the dust has been kind of moved out of the way. Um, Though you do not see any thing like any like debris from garbage like eating, mm -hmm. no food was had here. Um, just it looks like two people getting out of the elements and a fire. And is that as far as it goes, or is that kind of, or does it go further? As you go a little bit further, it heads down just a little bit more, and then it basically just stops. Okay. Well, this was exciting. Thanks for accompanying me. Right. Time. Yeah. All, all right. right. Time to go to bed. As you all kind of, in your own way, huddle around this fire, finding warmth and finding kind of an opportunity to get dry, we're going to go to break and allow ourselves the opportunity to go get some water. Ooh, the restroom. 
Um, we'll Did be back break? in like is this our break side? five minutes, five minute break. Yeah. Oh, quick, work with me. So we'll just right. leave the uh, music playing and uh, we'll be back. All right. All right. All right. Bye. We will be back to see what happens during watches later. Remember, Ooh. you are. All right, we're back. For the players out there, just jump on when you can. I've got bowl popcorn now. I have an ice cream. You're, oh, wait, let me unmute you. I think I've... Oh, no. I've got to do it. There we go. Am I good now? Yeah. I'm having ice cream. Ooh. Oh, bless me. You have an ice cream. Christ. I, don't know. I wish we had ice cream. I wish I had ice cream. I wish I had. If you really mean it. Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a Twitch? No. Actually, I do. I haven't gotten on it in a long time, though. Someone followed us on Twitch. Woohoo! Thank you to Dismayed Champions. You're our favorite subscriber now. Yay! Your favorite and only subscriber. No, Dismayed Champions. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Shout out to Dismayed Champions. You're awesome. If you follow you. us, you get called out respectively, being like, you're awesome. We're just missing uh, Joy and David. I'm here. Thank you. Oh. oh, hi, Joy. Hello. I have. How strong are you? Can you look at it now? Take it into maximum hard drive. What quotes are? Don't wish it slow. They're just random things that people said during the session. Who said kick it into hard drive? I did. Did. Yeah. A lot of these are just quotes from the DM. Nothing looks very fresh now. <laughs> There looks to be a game. <laughs> oh, you match. That's your pose. Get the magnet hard drive. What did I say? You said, oh, you match. What does that say? G U I D. Oh, it's guidance. <laughs> oh, guidance. We're just missing David, yeah. I like how you spelled the yeah. guidance. Guys. Because it's like. Guy and then Dan. And then the rest is all and that might be how it's spelled. I don't know, but it's fun. I just didn't realize that's what I was trying to say. I think real, the way the real guidance is spelled. U I D A N C. Yeah, it's not taking a third watch, but we could probably. Yeah. Um, oh, no, he's not even taking a watch. He's asleep. Let me. I Oh, I thought David was actually asleep. David's literally just sleeping right now. <laughs> He's taking a break. Let me just, I'm going to text him and say we're jumping back on. I just followed our Twitch. Whoa! Woo! Shout out to Brandon for following himself. <laughs> support the brand. Okay. Do you want some more? Thank you. Like we said, we eat here at the Dunning House. I like it. Delicious. I wish I had more pizza pockets. 
cheese would make sense. But I didn't want to have to put the. I did pretty good. They're in the freezer. I just didn't really want to have to do all the laborsness of putting it in an air fryer and cooking it. You could have asked me to do it. Oh, that is true. But you are going to take watch. You guys like my new jacket? Yeah. yeah, it's cool, dude. Do any of you guys get the reference? You're gonna be all voltage. Oh, you vanished. Uh, Scam. the marching band. When I was. Is that it? Is that the actual reference? You're close, actually. So the no band. City. Is it? The Dark Parade? The Black, the Black Parade? Parade? Yeah. That's my when I was. When I was. A young boy. A young boy. My father took me to the city to see a to? marching band. He said, son, parade sucks. Well, don't go to parades. Your wife, your mother always drags me to them. And now I don't go to parades very much. You grow up. Would you be? We're all here. Joy's here as well. She's just listening in. Yeah. Um, since we're all here, we're going to jump back into it. Um, our first watch, as you can hear the thunder and the rain. Outside. Baron, you hear the thunder? The lightning? Yeah, the thunder. And, and the, the thunder? And the thunder. Okay. And the copyright infringement. <laughs> um, Baron and Ren, you two sitting on some stones around a campfire. Mm-hmm. It's getting late. Got two hours until you're done. Yep. I feel like Ren's just kind of like has a steak plane in the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Baron's just kind of... You'd actually see Baron. um, He's kind of just sitting there and he's... um, You watch as he undoes his like little knapsack, his little bag. And it's tiny. It's not like a big bag. It's just tiny. And he pulls out the biggest item that's in there. And he puts a chest set down in front of him. Uh, do you play? Um, I have played <laughs> once. Maybe. <laughs> if you want to play, I'll play with you. Otherwise, I'll I'll play a game of by myself. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Sure. I'll play. So I'll I'll set up the pieces and set that up as we're sitting next to each other, just playing. So. uh I heard uh, um, back when we were when you would mention that the storm was coming, you would you said someone's name and I I didn't recognize it. Um, <clears throat> are you referring to Yoko? Yeah. I, what what's Yoko or who is Yoko? Yoko is a a. How are my village reveres? Um, he takes part in 
sustaining our village, though he is rather malicious. He's the one who controls the storms. The thunder you hear, it's him trying to break free from his prison. You believe all that? As I move my knight to G6. Can't do that. <laughs> don't know if I can, but I'm going to play chess, idiot. <laughs> um, I don't think Ren would know if that's a wrong move or not. Yeah, okay. it's like kind of like copying, like just trying to. Um, but Ren will say, "Yeah, why wouldn't I?" I mean, I know that there's gods, but I've. I don't care for them much. In my line of work, I've found... I've found it to be worth it to... take... to consider the gods in our lives. I just always assume they're up there just... We're just a show for them. We're their entertainment. And do you not pay for shows? The people putting on the show are, is blessed. They are blessed. By the people that attend. <laughs> I don't really care much for blessing. I, I, the one thing gods are good for is their power. That is true. I maybe not the one thing, but they do care for those that follow them and give them a, uh, favors, tastes of their power. Mm. But. Uh I I can see why someone wouldn't really care about deity. So I'm I understand. But I do care. They're important to me and I'll, I'll like clutch like the necklace around my neck that has a little like ivory figurines um like three of them. I'll just say they have helped me. Even Yoko. Well, it's good to see someone with a strong conviction. So, uh, I hope that they continue to help you. But re remind me where you said that you were from again. I'm from Bauli. It's by the lagoon. You gotta help me out some more, kid. Even though we're like the same age. <laughs> but I look a little older. Yeah. I'm like, Ren probably's like, my elder. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean maybe with the with just the beard, you're probably like, how old is this? You don't think you're like fifteen. Probably actually. <laughs> I'll say you have to forgive me. I I have never left my village. 
a significant amount before now. I don't even know where we are now. I can't say, oh, I'm east of here. I, I don't know. Um, the ocean is south of my village. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's all I know. I, you could probably find it on a map or something. I, I just have never really, it's a expansive lagoon in the continent. I can maybe, maybe we'll, we'll go back there someday once we find out where we are. Um, Fair point. I uh, I overheard you a little bit talking when we were traveling a little bit. Uh, I didn't hear much though, but I remember that they were asking why you why you were vigil. But that, that's all I really heard. I was talking to to Pinky. So what? Why did you want to join? Um, my family has fallen ill and I'm hoping to find some way to help them do you not have doctors in your village well we do have uh, healers what you could consider a healer a doctor but we even have had people come from outside the village to to look at it but it's unlike anything they've ever seen. Symptoms start with their eyes kind of just going white, and slowly they lose temperature as it slowly just takes away any function in their body, every function in their body. My mother is bedridden now, cold to the touch. My littlest sister is still mobile but even she has to bundle up and even then is freezing to death literally is it contagious? I don't know it took my father about a year before um, it spread to my mother if it did spread but I'm just joining to hopefully learn more about it. Have you by chance heard anything about that? In my village, we called it the Frost Gaze Decay. I, uh, I, I doubt I've heard uh, as I move my pawn up. Uh, to me, it sounds more like a curse if if no doctors or anything can can fix it. Yeah, that's no medicine. Doesn't sound like any illness I've heard of, but seems more akin to a curse, if anything. Whether it's a sickness or a curse, I hope to find some way to to save them while being with the vigils. Yeah. I think that's a 
seems like a, a noble cause that uh, that you're trying to pursue here, man. I, uh, I hope good fortune finds you and those gods help you out. Me too. Thank you. I heard you say you were a farmer or something. Yeah, uh, for the last three years or so, I've been uh, I've I've been farming the land out in Merrill. It's it's a really small town out in uh, the Adorn, but you probably don't know where that is. I maybe heard of it. Um, sure. Yeah, Theodore. Yeah, cool. As I move my my bishop straight forward. <laughs> oh, it... never mind. <laughs> uh, straight forward, not a good move in any sense of the word. <laughs> it's not like he puts it right from myself in check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. I never really th- saw myself uh, ever becoming a vigil. So, but I have some people that I care about, and they asked me to to give this a shot, and so that's why I'm here. Well, that's good to maybe take the advice of some friends or family, these people you care about, they obviously had you in their best interest. Yeah. I, I think uh, in a lot of ways, you and me are, are much alike. We're both doing this for those we love. I think it's a good cause. Um, I saw your, uh, your blade. I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah, it's not meant for fighting. It's to cut fish. <laughs> and it's good at doing it. <laughs> Seems like it. You'll have to you'll have to show that off one of these times if we ever get to an ocean. For sure. I I, I look forward to it already. Um maybe someday I'll adapt the technique into Fighting skeletons. Um, we'll see. I'm not a fighter. I've never fought anything in my life. For real, anyways. Sure, I've had stick fights with other kids in my village, but... Yeah, no, those skeletons... I'd never encountered anything like that before, and you seemed really... Kind of like, oh, just another day, you know? Uh, yeah. There, it seems like where you come from, there's not much trouble as far as uh, the creatures of this world. And I've had a lot of dealings with, with a lot of them. I, uh, I've been around. Uh, I've traveled a lot, so. I've had to deal with with creatures of all sorts. You you pick up a thing or two. Well, I can see that. I I think this group is lucky to have you in it. It's your proficiency in skeleton killing. 
Thanks, and and uh, we'll definitely need you when we need some fish. Yeah, but, if we need some fish, I get it. <laughs> nah, I I think you're a quick learner, and I think that we'll uh, we'll be able to to teach you right. I think, and I think the vigils will, if we all make it, they'll yeah. probably teach you a thing or two as well. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm counting on. Um, Honestly, I don't know why the visuals would accept me because of everything that I've told you. <laughs> um, I'm not a vigil type. Um, maybe in the literal sense of the word, I could be considered vigilant. But uh, kind of a hardcore adventuring night person. Like, I, I don't know. But I mean, it's in the God's hands, really. Yeah, my uh, my uh, grandpa had been a vigil at one point, so it kind of runs in the family at to an extent. So mm. um, maybe you can learn a thing or two about him through being a vigil. Perhaps. I, I was really close with my, my grandpa. Um, oh. I, I would actually say he was he was the one that kind of raised me, to be honest. So, But I he... Hope you can grow even closer to him through sharing these experiences. Thanks. Yeah, it'll be interesting to... to understand some of the things that he went through, so... Um, but... Uh, had one more thing I was going to ask you, Ren, but uh, it's my mind's blinking, and I'll move it into checkmate. Um, um, keep moving pieces. <laughs> I'll, I'll move a piece forward and then just take one of yours because I've seen you do that to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like that means I get one. I guess. Hey, I, I cross this threshold. That means I get one of his pieces. <laughs> I, uh, I was going to ask you, you said that you didn't go to uh, Outpost? No, uh, Vigils came to my village with like a wagon, a cart, and um, they were taking me to what I assume would have been an outpost, or to here. Um, but um, Aliyah was in that cart at my village, so it had picked her up before and then come and gotten me and then brought us here. Have I ever heard of anything like that? Make a history check. Not 20. Whoa! First um, could I have everyone jump off the table for a little bit? Away from the table? Uh, as I explain something to ladies, you have to plug your ears. The ladies here have right. to go like this. La la la. Including me. So, if you look underneath the voice channel, if you, there's away from the table, I'm gonna ask everyone besides Baron to go away from the table. So just click into that one and join that. Yeah. Okay, and I'll just message, or just you could just jump into it. Mm -hmm. I can just say, hey, you can come back then. Yeah. Ladies, would you be willing to not listen? 
Well, here's the thing. Oh, we, have to say, we have to hear this. Mm. Mm. We just have to trust that they're just actually yeah, they're actually being quiet. So we have to the mic. to do the ASMR. Anyways, so you would know from your experience with your grandpa. He talked about the vigils had many ways of getting around, mm-hmm. usually through teleportation. One such one that he talked about once when he was recounting a story was how they used a carriage that could teleport to a certain location to get there. So that kind of rings a bell in your mind, and that's it. Cool. Thank you. You can jump back into the ladies. You're good. Okay. Um, Are they jumping back? Yes. Are they there? <clears throat> Thank you for that. Hint. I hope that the viewers could hear it as well. If not, don't yeah, worry. We'll we'll get we'll figure it out. We'll We're still getting it better. Wait, we'll just they, have that actually. Would they hear would what they, you're talking about and away from the table? No, they can only hear the table. Okay. Not away from the table. The the away from the table is completely different. They can't hear that. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, what the? <laughs> Dude, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, wait. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no. You're, I ha- we have no idea what you guys said. So you better not have been saying bad cuss words. Okay, I've uh, I've heard of vigils being able to. They have a lot of different ways of getting recruits, but other than that, that's all I've really heard. So uh, interesting that you didn't go to an outpost. Yeah, like I said, like I thought maybe we were like, on our way there. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, that was a good game. Thanks for uh, entertaining me. Yeah, I, I thought that was a nice, clean game. <laughs> he kind of chuckles to himself. Uh, well, uh, I imagine that that's been pretty dang. Yeah, like it's through the talking and all that stuff. I imagine two hours have gone by pretty dang quick. And yeah, uh, I guess I'll go wake up. Uh, Opal, if you'll get Pinky. Okay, yeah. Um, over. Pinky kind of scares me, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> do you want to switch? You know what? You know, never mind. I can do it. I'm sorry. You sure? Just, just between you and me, like... Uh, I won't <laughs> but no, I, I'll get her. I'll get her. <laughs> She's kind of crazy. I'll I'll go wake up Opal and and get her awake and then uh, you'll watch as uh, after I get Opal up I will just lay right next to the fire no pillow no sleeping sack literally just 
I'm just there, right by the fire. Take a handful of the coals as a pillow. <laughs> Stick your hands in the fire and your feet. And stay warm. Like honestly, I'm I'm probably kind of half awake for a little bit, but yeah, yeah kind of, kind of just there. Nothing. All right, fancy. Well, I didn't call for any perception checks during you, the early. No, you didn't. <laughs> But it's okay because there was nothing that was gonna happen during your guys' watch anyway. So, okay. <laughs> um, to start off with, let's have Opal and Pinky roll. I'm so sorry, guys. That was silly of me. Uh, nothing happens. We just no. Wake that was for them. No, yeah. wake up. They woke you. Yeah, we just woke you up. Okay, that would have been. And then they went back to bed. Okay. Perception. Yeah, make a perception check. What's an 11? Oh. An 11. I haven't caught on. Picky's not very wise. Nine. Nine? 11. Okay. Good to know. Um, so, with watch, you guys are watching. The time is yours. All these dice rolled. Yeah. Okay, you're fine. So, okay. Well, Pinky is going to um, kind of sit by the fire, and she's going to pull out like a little special, sparkly, like hand-sewn little bag, and she's going to open it up, and she's going to pull out some leaves and some, like, some thread, and she's going to start stringing the leaves together to make kind of a kind of like streamer-like thing. She's just going to start doing that. Oh, um. <clears throat> <sighs> I'll be honest, Pinky. Uh, um, I am not a um, wake up in the middle nighter type of person, but we're doing good. Um, yes. Uh, what are you making? Oh, I'm making uh, a like a uh, what you call them? <laughs> uh, I'm making leaf streamers. She's gonna oh. hold them up and it's gonna <laughs> gonna kind of show it off. That's these these are for my for my my parties. I like to throw parties. Do you like oh. parties? I do. I have a great idea. Um, if you'd be willing, and if it's okay, if it's not okay, totally fine. But what if we made streamers like all that and hung them up all over the cave, and then when people wake up. There's a huge party for them with glitter and everything. I would love that. Some confetti, which is just cut up little leaves. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I don't have a cupcake. I haven't had time to make another cupcake. Oh. Uh, but I have those. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I have the perfect thing. It's called <clears throat> mud pies. The best. Are they tasty? Oh, of course not. No, but... <laughs> then why would you make mud pies? Because it's the thought that counts, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just make me hungry for pie. That's a nice trick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could put like little sticks in it and say happy birthday even though it's not your birthday welcome to the wild yeah it's perfect 
Pinky's very confused. She, it's, it's nobody's birthday. We're making pies that you can't eat. And <laughs> she's, she's just so confused. She's like, what? Yeah. So either way, throwing a party, you in? Sure, but I thought we were supposed to be stealthing it. Yeah, no. Um, I think from watching you real quick, it's kind of a quiet little thing, right? To make streamers? Yeah, but but when people wake up, I want to yell surprise! Because that's what you do at parties. Yeah, so when they wake up, we'll do that. But not in the middle of the night. That People would not be happy with that. And it would also give away our position, which would be even worse. So let's not do that. So... Make it a really good surprise by being quiet and making many beautiful decorations in my bike. Okay. Well, do you mind teaching me how to do the streamers? Or is that like a cultural no-no? <laughs> I'm happy to teach you. And she's gonna... I don't know. If, uh, if the DM allows, could she have an extra needle and thread? I don't know. This is yeah. the kind of party pack. Okay, cool. It's always smart to have more than one needle because you never know when you're going to need more than one there needle. There we go. Pinky is prepared. Alright, so she's going to pull out another needle and thread and she's going to show you how to weave it through the leaves, not breaking the leaves and, you know, making it look nice. Alright. Okay. Um, our Opal's first attempt will probably look nothing like what you've made. And, <laughs> like, um, is this kind of what we're shooting for? She's gonna do kind of that puppy dog like tilt of the head. <laughs> okay, um, we're yeah. Okay, we're making it abstract. We'll just decorate it differently. But I'll, I'll keep practicing. Don't worry. Practice speaks perfect. Um, oh yeah. At this time, just to kind of like you you can keep role playing this i'd like you both to do performance checks on how well you do making your various party items these dice really are really bad oh your dice face yeah you can't cleanse them or get new ones we get new ones see that one's good okay so look there you were just I rolled a one it's a total of five <laughs> that's um that is very sad <laughs> Since this is your thing, I will let you have advantage. But if it rolls Thank another you. one, we know that it was meant to be. Yeah. Okay. Just really okay. That's a ten. Ten. <laughs> Still and not the best, but better. <laughs> okay. I'm following along quite nicely. <sighs> Good to know. All right. It's kind of hastily done. She doesn't have very many nice leaves left. <laughs> Get a little crisp. Yeah. <laughs> or soggy from outside. <laughs> okay. Nice. Well, um, so I feel like I'm getting it, but um, I'll keep practicing. But I was also curious. Um, hmm. I don't want to keep asking, why'd you join the vigils? Because Opal doesn't know, but Faith knows, and so people know. I think... I know. Of most conversations, like, out of in-game, some of these conversations 
could have happened. So okay. don't feel like you have to keep asking the same questions because that's something that your character could have learned from a side yeah, conversation out of the storyline. Okay. So, but you can definitely ask any question you'd like. Yeah. So, um, what is your favorite flavor of cupcake? Hmm. I love chocolate. Chocolate oh. is the best. Oh my goodness, I completely agree. Now, don't get me started on dark chocolate. Now, that's a whole nother... Whole, uh, white chocolate? No. If you get a good blend right in the middle, but not too sweet. Perfect. All chocolate. Chocolate is chocolate. Ah, so you're very good. <laughs> there was one cupcake I made one time, and it was the cupcakes. Only... Yeah, it was the only time I ever made it, and I was with my comrade in our training quarters, and we snuck into the kitchen because why wouldn't you? Um, why so wouldn't we just... you? <clears throat> oh, idiot. Because there's good food in there. You got to celebrate. Yeah. So, knock yep. in. Yeah. And we started to throw a bunch oh. of ingredients together. And we never baked before. Because you don't do that as a paladin. But um, it ended up being pretty okay. Maybe some eggshells here and there. But still a great experience. So, cupcakes are really nice and bonding. I agree. I try to keep a cupcake everywhere I go, but but I gave away my cupcake right before we got to the vigil, so I don't have a cupcake anymore. That's okay. You made it a good cause. As the time goes on, if there's anything else that you guys would like to talk, but you can just continue chatting and decorating the cave. Um, to you two, it looks great. Yep. Maybe. That's great. Pinky's Pinky's a little like, oh, this is kind of subpar, but we're working we're working with what we got. So. Exactly. I think you both like don't want to say it to the other person that it's only subpar. Yeah. So you both say, yeah, it's so good. Man, this is awesome, and you're both talking each other up, but you're both thinking in your mind like, this isn't that good. <laughs> but I'm trying to milk it. I would place all the mud pies um, right next to the tents or right next to people. Um, so when they wake up, it'll be right there. Good deal. Yes. Uh, is there anything specific that you'd like to do, Pinky? No. The streamers, you throw confetti around. You're able to, like, fashion, like, out of a stick, like a whistle, so you can blow that as well. Yeah, there we go. A party whistle. And, like, one of the little, you know, like, the little crankies? <laughs> yeah. I do also have some instruments, but that's neither here nor there, so. Yeah. You have set up a very lively performance, but alas, the time comes that it is your turn to switch. Okay. Nothing seemed to have gone or happened when you were on watch. Oh, the wake up moss. I'm gonna go tap moss on the shoulder. And I'm sure Moss wakes up and takes a look around and is just so bewildered. Like he doesn't seem to remember where he's at. Oh. Um, can't remember where he parked his car. 
or his goat. Um, yeah, he he gets up and goes sits down by the fire. Doesn't notice um, the decorations today. Yeah, he doesn't even notice. You go to wake Adelaide. I will claw on the outer wall of or tent, whatever, and make sniff noises and push the tent. Make growl noises. Let's hear your best growl. Sounds like a dying animal, but... <laughs> I'd like you to do another oh, performance check. check. Ready? Do a, what's your passive perception? I think it's 12. Twelve? Well, I, I got a twelve. <laughs> uh, twelve. Twelve. No, what's my passive wisdom? That's passive. That's twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just enough. Um, you hear from the outside the sounds that Faith was making, of the growling and the scratching. Oh, that's a. But it still works because yeah. technically oh, it is me. But oh. I would also add little oh, 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 oh. I wanted her to know it was me. Oh, so I know it's you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, first you're like, what is that? And then you're like, oh. Oh, oh, oh. So then you see he's giggling. <laughs> it's a trick. Adelaide emerged from the tent. Her hair is like up in like a silk bonnet. And she has like this really nice looking, like really thick blanket that's like wrapped around her like this, kind of like a little bit over her head. And she like just kind of shuffles out. She doesn't say a word. She's just like, <laughs> like, face mask. Absolutely exactly. Like <laughs> Maybe not a face mask, but she is looking very like like she's maybe not a middle of the night person. Yeah. Opal would just be like, okay, you got it. I I get it. Like I'm not gonna bug you. I already did, but you're you're doing great. Okay, I'm gonna leave. He was like staring at Opal with like empty eyes and then like <laughs> As soon as you finish talking, she's like, and she just like turns toward the fire and like slowly shuffles. <laughs> yeah. I had an experience. I had an experience just like this when I was doing scouts, where uh, it was during. We have like this thing called the Klondike, where it's a camp out in the middle of like December or January, where there's snow on the ground, up in the mountains, and this guy which I won't name this guy. <laughs> it was like three, <laughs> it's not Brandon, but I'll have to tell Brandon. He, he knows who it is. Um, him and like two other guys got in like a two person tent for like to stay warm and they didn't bring enough bedding. And I had like prepared myself like thoroughly. I had like a car. I had like super thick blankets, all the stuff. I was so ready. Um, at middle of night, uh, he comes and shakes my tent. He's like, hey, hey, can you get up? I'm going to start the fire. And I thought it was like, oh, it's like 6.30 in the morning. He's starting breakfast. Okay. I get up. I put on all my like warm winter clothes. I go and sit in my camp chair that I literally brought to. I was prepared. I brought this camp chair. I sit down in it. And the moon's still up. I didn't realize this. And I fell back asleep for the next three hours. He woke me up at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Just because he was cold and he didn't want to be cold in the tent anymore. So he got up to start a fire 
and he didn't want to be alone because it's spooky out in the woods. And so he woke me up and I sat by the fire out of my comfy cot for the next like three hours. And I woke up and when I woke up, I was so stiff from being cold. I was like, I, it hurt so bad. Anyways, that was a little tangent for the, for everybody back to the actual what's going on. So when Adelaide sits down next to the fire, she's going to like slowly turn and look at Moss. And as he's not saying anything, she's just going to like turn back to the fire. Just so quiet. Aliyah's going to get up. So she's going to get up and kind of just... Is it still raining outside the cave? Yes, it's still heavy downpour. Heavy downpour. Oh, well, if that's the case, can Adelaide also have an umbrella so her comfy comfy Well, you're in the, cave. in the cave. Oh, you're right. <laughs> she still brings an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case any drifts come down and no one get on the nice silk sheets. <laughs> she has her bonnet, her blankie, and an umbrella. But she's just kind of letting the umbrella rest like over her head. So it's just kind of like It's like shading the sunlight of the firelight. So it's not even like those people like Baron still has just nothing. Oh yeah, Baron's there. Just like he's, he's asleep, but he's just and then like back out into the abyss. And <laughs> uh, you see like motion as someone else kinda of gets up and kinda of approaches the fire and you see Ali Aliyah approaching. Well, getting up with. Um, I would like you two to make um, wisdom uh, perception checks for the next little bit. Wisdom? Perception. Oh, perception. Ooh, perception. Tired, tired. Like, seven. <laughs> tired. It's okay. So, Alaya actually has been awake the entire time. So... She has gotten no sleep. Gonna be exhausted tomorrow? Yep. I rolled a one, by the way. I rolled in that one. Yeah, you are very tired, but... You know, like, when you're... You have... Excitement slash anxiety slash... You can't stop doing over things? Yeah. Alana, that is how you're feeling right now. You just can't find a week of sleep. So Aliyah is going to kind of go sit like right on like the cusp of the entrance of the cave where it's like if she were to take one more step, she would be in the rain. Okay. As you, you look out there, mm, you're all the one already, so. Yeah. It's not much I, I can describe. You see rain. That's all yeah. you see. Well, she, I don't like... The way that I kind of think of it is she's not looking, if that makes sense. She's like, I don't know if it's happened to you guys, but where you get so caught up in your brain that everything around you is just a blur or like mm. blob. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what she's in right now. Okay. Um, is there anything that you guys will do differently throughout your time resting? Any changes that you'll make? You're just going to sit there where you're at. You can do that. I'm not saying like that's the wrong thing. See, the thing to have 
But unless something like happens, I feel like Adelaide's character would just <laughs> sit in a comatose state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think that's the if that's what they do, that's what they okay. do. Okay. So don't feel don't feel bad. I'm not yeah. saying like I just want to make sure that I'm not cutting you off if you were planning on trying to do something. Maybe if she makes eye contact with Moss again, she'll kind of like leaves everywhere. And then like stare back at the opening. You would just literally just grunt. Yeah. That's all. If she's been awake the entire time. What? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. All right. About halfway through your watch, the sound pierces the rain, almost as though it is the thunder itself. But this isn't the loud boop and a crash of thunder. But the howl and yell of wolves. Can I tell how close they are? Make a survival check with disadvantage because we're not really toast state. Ooh. Uh, do you say survival? Yeah. Um, six. <laughs> six. You can tell that they're not in the cave. They're out there. I'm gonna. Uh, the, I'm gonna look at Moss. Did he notice the howls? Is it kind of hard to miss? Like Moss would describe since he's more connected with nature um in the way moss would i don't know how he would say this but basically uh giving it to him um for this uh, he, he says it sounds like they are in mid hunt for something in chase you he describes how like you can tell when something is ch- chasing its prey by the way it sounds it's not afraid but emboldened in a sense. And this is through his own words, he kind of gets that sentiment across. Um, um, Adelaide will then take her self probably a little bit more scared. Um, not like, like, but like, I mean, she doesn't camp out a whole lot. So she's a little bit like on edge and she's going to go and um, maybe put down her blanket and her umbrella and get her sword and come back looking a little bit more ready for action in case needed. As the time goes on, it sounds like it's approaching as it gets louder and louder. Aliyah, since you're at the mouth of the cave, you would see this first. Okay. As you're looking... It's almost like you're still in a daze. And it almost doesn't look real. You don't know if you're dreaming or if this is reality. But you see down the ways as the river bends, not 40 feet away from you, you see two figures come bolting out of the tree line up above and both 
plummet and fall the 30 feet down to the ground below. As they kind of land on the ground, you can see that they they don't look very good. They took a lot of damage. I'm going to change the music because this doesn't really seem to fit. Are they humanoid? They are humanoid. And as they had jumped off the edge, you can see the dark, almost glowing red eyes of something on four legs following them. And you see another one appear. Another. Another. And then by this point, you can hear the one start to have making a sound it almost doesn't sound familiar but then you're like oh that's a name you hear in the distance and through the the rain the yelling kira kira get up and you can see like one of the figures helps the other one stand up as the wolves kind of start circling finding a path down the edge as the two figures start running towards the river, which is now overfilling. And um, Are they on the opposite side of the river or are they on our side of the river? You're, they're on your side, but they're looks like they're running towards the river, which is swollen with all this rainwater, becoming okay. more, much more treacherous than what you guys had to cross. Okay. Um, Alaya would just like, like I guess we would kind of s- snap her out of her... Uh, days, I guess. And she would yell, Hey! Hey! Up here! Come up here! I would probably hear that as well. You'd hear that. You'd hear the yell as well. The cave with Alaya. Alright. And she made a good point. She do, Does she recognize, I recognize Kira, Kira, right? You would. Okay. Yeah. You would recognize that name. Good job. With that, let's roll some initiative. There are many of you that are asleep. Those who are asleep roll disadvantage because you are not in any way prepared. And just so you know, since you have to take off your armor to sleep, none of you have your armor. (laughs) Jokes on everyone else. Can you sleep in other armor? You can sleep in leather armor. You can actually sleep in all types of armor. Except heavy. I think you still can. I'm pretty sure there's disadvantages to doing it. Do you want me to double check on that? Yeah, for sure. If it's something that I was going to rule that you could not sleep in armor. Oh, well, if that's that's how you want to we'll... Okay. No, if it's something that we want to, like, say, like, this... If you're passionate about this... If you're passionate about it, we can... Definitely, you know, figure it out. If your character is the type of person who would sleep in heavy armor, that's going to have some social consequences, if not mechanical. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so this is what it says. Xanthor's Guide has something that says, Sleeping in light armor has no adverse effects on the wearer, but sleeping in medium or heavy armor makes it difficult to recover fully during a long rest. When you finish a long rest, during which you slept in medium or heavy armor, you regain only one quarter of your spent hit dice. No, thank you. If you have any levels of exhaustion, the rest doesn't reduce your exhaustion levels. No, thank you. So, 
<laughs> sitting up. There you go. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> just so people know that's the official ruling. But Chase, you are the DM, so you rule it however you want. No armor, Nikki Dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I don't know. I would almost say that it would be impossible. I don't know, but like, yeah, like you said, Chase, you the DM, bro. If you are wearing white armor, I'll give you that, since that's what the rulebook said. So that's fine. It's not a big deal. I ain't sleeping in light armor. Yeah. Okay. If you calm. don't feel like your character would sleep in your armor, <laughs> no. I have no armor either. But when she got her sword, she did change into boots. I'm going to say that, so she doesn't ruin her nice sleeping slippers. Okay. It's a good deal. But she okay. did not armor because i didn't say that i'm just clarifying she's wearing this okay wait i'm sorry what were you clarifying again you I, just, I wasn't sure all right she's 25 to 20 appropriate footwear for the occasion and i want that to be known <laughs> <laughs> initiative 25 oh wait i need to roll my initiative but you add your deck roll decks, yeah. right yeah mm. I rolled it right there at the initiative thing, so you can just there. You want well, it's plus zero. Oh, so, so I guess go. I could, but uh, Tori got a nat twenty as well. Nat twenty. Okay. Nice. Do you have a modifier to your nope. dexterity? Yeah. Regular. Regular. Regular, Regular guy. Regular guy. Um. In case you don't know, the rules on AC for when you have no armor, I believe, is 10 plus your dex. Correct? <laughs> That's all we're going to do. Just so you know. So where can, I, where can I put... Where should I put that? Put my temporary... Put uh, just on the side over here so you know, or just somewhere where you can just look at it. Yeah. Because this is your character sheet, so as long as you know how to read it... You get the majority of everything. I have four character sheets. Just I kidding, Chase. I only have one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, which character do I want to play today? Have we, uh, have we gotten the benefits of a long rest, or not yet? Because we're still kind of in the middle of one. Not yet. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. With the third watch, that's all the sleep that Adelaide's gonna get. Oh, so Adelaide, those who have not. Rest of Adelaide, you'd have had a, a long rest. Yes. Okay. So you're good. Because I was like, oh man, if I'm not even. <laughs> She's in trouble. Um, everyone else doesn't. She's sure. in big I just wanted to double check. But we have had a short rest since then. Yes. Okay. Wait, so Adelaide has had full rest at this point? Okay. Oh yeah. All right. I think we're. Are we ready to tell me some initiatives? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You rolled a 20, Helene? Yes. Okay. 20 to 15. Did we all roll bad? We all had disadvantage, so. Yeah, you guys rolled very bad. Roll insane for sure. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. My guess figured out. I don't think he hasn't said yet. I'll be out the 
keep going. All right. 20 to 10. <laughs> I had yeah. an 11. Uh, 12. 12. 12 for Pinky. I also got 12. Pinky can go first. Okay. Ren? 11 for El... Elia? Elia? Yeah, 11. There's too many 8s. So why and Adelaide is um, and oh, Opal, what'd you get? Yeah. I got a six. Six? <laughs> a two. Okay. Oh my gosh. Let's see these guys. Wait, Kira Kira's the Oh god. No, he's a we deserve bug a bear, right? Bug. He's a bug bear. He's a hub bear. He's a All right. To start off with is not Ellie. It is the wolves. At least two of them. Now I'm hungry like the As you see, both two wolves, the first two that were the closest to approaching, they are going to use their dexterity to try to figure out a way down the hill without causing themselves damage. Let's see for acrobatics. One of them rolls a natural 20 as it kind of finds a skidway. The other one sliding roll a three. Um, he will take some points of damage. Okay. That's, I love dogs. And me. Okay. That one took. Okay. You see one of them actually takes a very hard tumble as it kind of didn't catch itself before it it found the cliff as well and it tumbles the other one's easily able to make it down all right next up Adelaide. as you kind of run to the edge of the the thing you can see these two people kind of like tromping towards this rushing river um as Elias starts yelling out and they kind of are like kind of turning not knowing where that sound's coming from um i'm going to ask light and i'm going to to reach out is there like maybe like a tree just outside the cave or a rock a stone i mean it's a rock face so you can just okay she's just gonna slap part of the rock and then cause that that glow kind of like a beacon um and i i think that that would be her turn because that takes a full turn so um and then she's gonna call again and and be like over here, over here, and then can she move? Uh, how far away are the wolves again? The wolves are the ones that are getting down are about forty-five feet over and about fifteen feet down. So about forty-five feet, and we'll just keep it simple. And that's about the distance. I don't want to do math. I do that too much in school, anyways. Um, and then you can see up above is like about. 55 feet away are the other wolves like kind of at the top of the, the hill still. Okay, I'm I'm going to move forward uh, just like five feet from the mouth of the cave. Not like into the open, but like um, not five feet, maybe like 10, yeah. 15. You're like, kind of on, like right on the edge of like where this kind of stone outcropping 
has a little path from where it's at. Um, that will be actually real quick. I'm going to make sure that light is an action and not a yeah, that's one action. So her turn's done. Yeah. Um, next up, you see one the other figure, the one that helped this Kira up. He is going to kind of look and see the light light up. Um, and he's going to use his dash action to get there, though he is in kind of this muddy thick, like swollen river kind of rushing water. Um, and so it's difficult terrain and he's only able to make it 30 feet. Next up is Kira as he kind of starts following as well. He seems to be um, kind of limping a little bit behind because um, he took... Uh, not much points of damage left behind. So he looks like he's not not like it, it reduces his speed, but he looks a little bit more hurt. So okay. Next up, Pinky, you are rustled awake from your sleep by the yells of your comrades. Saying hey over here. Mm. Well, uh, Pinky's not going to bother with armor, because because uh, she's going to fly to the mouth of the cave, kind of see what's going on. I'm assuming because of the yelling, she would have grabbed her bow and arrow, mm-hmm. um, and she's going to shoot at a. I don't know. I don't. I don't think she would shoot at anything because she doesn't really know what's going on. So she'd yeah. probably fly to the mouth of the cave and say, what's going on? What's, what's going on? What's happening? She'll be like up above kind of hiding behind like the lip of the cave. Does that yeah. make any sense? Does she get yeah, seen I... from the outside? But yeah, she, she has no idea what's going on. She sees yeah. wolves and people out there, but she's like, who's the bad guy? <clears throat> Next up, Ren. You are also jostled awake from the yelling. Okay, yeah. I get up, and I imagine I was using my net as a pillow. Yeah. It's not comfy, but it smells like the ocean. It's kind of musky, you know? Yeah. Um, but I I have that. I get up, and I just, like, I have that in my hand. Like, I just grab it, and maybe I have, like, a... Um, my... Uh... My spear gun next to me, mm-hmm. and I'll just grab it, and then just go. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll quickly assess where I needed, and I'll go there. Okay. Do you want to make a check to see where you're needed? Or... Sure. I mean... I, it's up to you. Like, Do you feel like you have an idea, like, would you stay up there, or you want to try to like, make your way down to them, or set up something? The world is your oyster. I mean, yeah, I would probably want to go. Um, actually, yeah, I want to make a check. Perception. Yeah, that is a twenty-three. Ooh. Okay, with that, you can tell that you have a lot of friends up here, kind of not knowing what's going on. And as you get to the cave, you can kind of expressly, clearly understand. There's two figures down there. They look humanoid. They look like they're running away from the wolves um, that are chasing them down. So 
One of the wolves looks like it's injured as it kind of gets up. It looks like it's limping. Okay. Um, the others look like they're still out for blood. Um, so that is, you have a complete understanding of the situation with a 23, and you can do with that what you will. Okay, I would like to, because I want to basically deter the wolves, keep them from eating these people. Um, so I feel like with my net, I would like to make some sort of like obstacle or even like try to get one of them just to kind of be like, slow down. Or even like with my, my like spear gun, um, just to kind of like, like stay there, you know, um, use that spear to kind of, cause it's like connected by a rope. I can maybe shoot it at him, shoot it at him and, uh, maybe keep him in place for a second. Okay. Um, roll. I'd say you could either do animal handling or you could do like uh, an intimidation check, whichever is your pick. Intimidation. I'll do animal handling. Yeah. 16. 16. Um, as you kind of take your spear gun and you shoot it at the one that looks like it got down deathly, it hits the ground like not 10, 10 feet in front of it, it kind of like jumps back and like kind of surveys um, the scene, sees that you are up there and it, it kind of growls um, uh, looking at kind of like these, this group of people still running. Well, maybe you, there. As it, it hasn't noticed me or it has it, it did it, it looked up there and saw that you were right there and it kind of like crouched down you did stop it it's not it looks like it's like got to the point where it's like mm. i would like, i would like to kind of like whistle or do like a little like a like to like kind of like taunt it a little bit just to kind um, of like just to get it away from like them and like, if it needs to chase me, or if it, I don't know, something. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll just allow you to do that. You're like, hey, over here. Yeah, like, I mean, it's just talking, really, so. I, I think you can just definitely do that. And we'll see what the consequences and what the wolves choose to do in the moment. Um, Next up, Aliyah. You are there. Um, so this is just real quick for me, just trying to get a picture in my brain, kind of what the terrain looks like. Yeah. Are we looking up at these people or down or? So you're looking down. You guys found a cave that runs along kind of the cliff face of the small, like little valley cut out of, from this like river. The okay. river itself is starting to swell up from all the rain that's getting this night so the actual water table has risen to where the banks at the bottom there have become like this marshy muddy pit that they're trying to climb through and they look like they were trying to run their way through the river trying to put 
something in between them. Um, they had been up on top of the cliff and had jumped off the edge trying to get away from the wolves, and the wolves are still pursuing them. So, so you're halfway up the the rock wall face, and so you're about 15 feet up from the bottom of where these guys are at. So they're 15 feet away from us? They're not 15 feet away from you. It's 15 feet up for them to get to where you're at. Oh. And right now they're probably 30 feet more away from you. Okay. So they got a little bit of time before they can actually oh, yeah. get at you. So um, I think the first thing that Eli would do is um, I'm going to use my action to just like calm herself, right? To um, kind of like just take a deep breath and be like, okay, okay. Uh, and just basically just say that over and over and over. Just like, okay, 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 okay. Um, she's going to move out into the rain. Are there any of the wolves behind them, the, uh, the two other people? So you see two of them have fallen down. One of them doesn't really look like it's interested anymore because it's taken a lot of damage. Um, but one of them looks like it's kind of waiting for some... It, it was startled by um Ren and you see um three up above on the cliff face looking down at you guys and there's kind of like a little pathway from here up to where they are and from them up uh, down to where you're at so so the one that is down on the ground that Ren surprised or like caught its attention um can I have you make an intelligence save? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> Are you quickening the spell, David? Is this bonus action? Oh, wait. Yo, whoa. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, sorry. My brain is like way other places. Give me one sec. Um, no, I'm thinking, my bad. I'm like... Yeah, let's do this. All right. Um, so what I'm actually going to do is, yeah, I'm going to just move out into the rain, and I'm going to start running down towards the uh, the people. Yeah. So it's like a 15-foot drop from where you're at down to where they are. It's like a cliff face. Oh, it's so, a cliff face? Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. I, it's a little bit harder with, like, theater of the mind. Yeah, yeah, I, know, I get it. Yeah. Questions on what's going on. A slant, but yeah, it's a cliff face. That's why there's, like, a cliff face. Like, you're on a little plateau with a cave and another cliff face up to 30 feet. Down farther is the cliff face, and the wolves are on top, falling down. People jumped off the cliff face down. That's why they took fall damage. Kind of like the same thing that happened to you and Opal earlier. Okay, so I am not going to jump. I'm going to try and... Uh, so I'm going to retcon that. Um, I'm going to run back into the cave and can I, like, I don't know if it's okay with you, but like a free action, I would imagine the rope that we used to tie um, the unconscious dude is just laying right there. Yeah. Would like, you be able, the like rope that you guys used for like the getting across the river is right there as well? So. Yeah, I would. She would probably grab the rope and run back out. 
um, with, just as much, just as as far as I could get. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think what you have the time to do, and since you already used your action, and there's a little bit of actions like to use an object is like considered an action. Right. Let's say that you can get to the rope, and you're standing right by it. You're right about to grab it, um, and you can do that on your next turn. Cool. Yep. Do that. Okay. All right. Next up is Baron. Okay. Uh, so I hear all this going on. Um, grab bow. Bow and a few arrows and my sword. How many arrows do you grab? Uh, I'll grab three. Okay. Just quick, just kind of handful, just grab them and go. Um, I imagine that's pretty easy to survey kind of what's going on. It's dark um, for you. You're able to make out them, out the shapes and stuff like that, though it is very dark. It's like... You can start seeing like a little bit of the light kind of coming up, but it's still so cloudy and dark that um, to kind of get a clear picture of what you're going to do, you'd have to make a perception check. Like, uh, yeah. is that a free action? Oh, it'd be a free action because I love be a free action for anybody. That one, golly, it's hard to see, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Twenty-one. Okay, so I'll grab that as I'm running in. What what's going on? Can I tell him what's going on? Yeah, okay. go ahead. You can you can role play in combat, by the way. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm gonna call back. Are you running out? I'm kind of running towards you guys as I'm saying this because I I'm j I just grabbed my stuff real quick. I saw Elio coming in and grabbing the rope. I see pretty much everyone at the mouth of the cave. So as I'm kind of getting up, I'm saying, what's going on? And Adelaide's going to say, there's wolves attacking from the forest. And she's going to kind of point to the ones that are closest. So like maybe the closest three. And with that, you'd be able to see the ones that she points out. Okay. And I imagine, did you say anything about the people or no? Just the wolves. The, the people are almost to the cave, aren't they? They're still they, like 45 feet. You have a natural, natural one. So if you didn't say it, then... Um, then... Well, then I would also kind of... Kind of say there's wolves attacking from the woods, and then I'm going to point out the three, and then I'm going to say, um, and, uh, and there's more, uh, vigils. What are they, what would they be called? A vigil? There's more vigil wannabes over there by the river. Recruits. Okay. There's more recruits um, by the river. Okay. As what's going on, um, I am going to I'm gonna run and jump out of the cave. Okay. Um make a acrobatics check. Okay. Not twenty. Woo! Uh, I, got, so I got I grabbed my D six with a plus with a plus six. Plus six. So yeah. He looks epic. As he's running, you're like pulling out and he just being and flowing, like rolling, like <laughs> it's like a Spider-Man pose as he's going. <laughs> um, he jumps out. You roll on the dirt. You get covered in mud, but you're down there. Um, you see, not too far, like twenty-five feet away from you, the two guys. Like one of them kind of like grabbed the other by the arm and is kind of just trudging towards you. Fifteen feet behind them is the wolf that, like, 
um, that Ren kind of startled. Sure. Okay. As I'm running, I'll take I'll take a shot and let it go. Okay. See if you hit. Not twenty. Oh my gosh. Um, for one thing, let's let go. Me roll on the lingering effects table as you roll damage. Uh, nine points of piercing damage as I let fly this arrow. Nice. Just give me one second to get their stat block up. Baron's looking real cool right now. <laughs> I'm playing whack-a-mole with the skeleton. <laughs> look, look. There, some days there's off days, and some days you, you just need a good night to sleep, you know? A good on most on night. hard rock. <laughs> All right. He's like, what's going on? He's just ready. <laughs> yeah. So as you pull back, you shoot and you just laser focus on this and you hit the wolf right into the side and it sinks deep and you can see the thud. And these aren't really sharp arrowheads. No. They're very dull. And it's mostly the impact of hitting that causes such large amount of damage. You can even see like the indent in the ribs as you break some of the ribs. This creature now has broken ribs. Yo, let's go. Um, okay, and how close can I get to these individuals with you're um, that's you're about ready. right where you're at, because you ran out of the cave and jumped. So oh. you're at where you can move. Okay. And um as a bonus action, are there any just rocks? Like fist fist sized rock. Grab some mud. There's a couple of rocks in it. River stones. River stones. That'll work. Okay. okay. With that, it's the three wolves on top. How, how much damage did you do, action? Uh, nine. Nine points. Okay. Oh, wait. No. Wait. I did more because I have to roll again. I'm so sorry because I... Uh, Twelve points of damage. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Good to know. Um, with that... It's the three wolves. Go. As they see their two friends down below get one fall down and then the other one just gets and starts bleeding out really hardcore. Um, they kind of sit there and start howling and um, kind of gnashing their teeth like almost in defense of like in frustration and rage. They do not go down below. I'm um, mm -hmm. seeing what happened. Um, they stay their ground. Opal, it is your turn. We'll get up and run to her comrades and figure out. Okay. Uh, what? What's going on? Oh, yeah. Adelaide's going to say the exact same thing. Those guys. And then you point out that Baron just jumped off the cliff. <laughs> and now he's down there. Opal <laughs> <laughs> will uh, run back in the cave, grab one of the streamers down, and create a cone and face towards the cave in and let out a roar. Trying to intimidation check for the wolf. Okay. Just Ro away. Roll your intimidation check. Oh, why is this not rolling anymore? Because once it goes through one loop, it stops. Oh, really? It? it hasn't been doing not that. Really? 
Okay. Maybe it's just it. with that with the combat one. It's better than other rounds. I'm not doing combat now. I'm just doing I got a 15. I should be doing it. No. Yeah, that's better. Okay. 15. All my dice just roll terrible. A 15? 15. A roll. I contested intimidation. Well, now my sparkly one's like, oh, ah, I'm intimidated. Let me roll all the teen numbers. So as you tap, sit there and you get to the edge, you yell out. And, uh, as deep as they can go, so it sounds like, like a, a legit monster. You see the um, wolves on the cliff kind of quiet up as you, you yell out. Back to the start of the round is the wolves at the bottom. Yes. They both, the one that half on down is going to kind of get up limping and it's going to start running the opposite direction. The one that you shot down is going to, like it, it got hit so hard that it fell on the ground. It kind of scampers back up, runs 15 feet away, falls back down, gets back up and it keeps running. Um, let me see if it can use its action. It needs to make a constitution saving throw. It's gone natural one. As it keeps running, uh, it tries to make the dash action, but because it did not make the saving throw, it cannot use its actions or reactions. Yeah. As it just falls down again onto the, the mud. Um, it's a living now. It's just louder with some of the other types of music. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, is back to your turn, Allie. So the the two at the bottom are both retreating. Yeah, both retreating very poorly. They look very hurt. And the ones up there are subdued, or do they still look angry? They little fright. Look frightened. Frightened. Yeah. So since they're already leaving, I'm I'm going to cast sleep um, at the ones that are up at the top. Okay. Um. um what's the range of sleep? Ninety feet. Okay, good to This will hit all the wolves. It will start with the ones at the lowest hit points and then go up from there. So roll your dice for it. Is it going to affect the ones at the bottom? Yes. I'm not aiming for them. Um, I think, I think it, it's just what's the, what's the, years. what's the radius of effect? Because that also makes a difference. Uh, it's my bad, I should have written more. Yeah, okay. Um, the range is 90 feet. Uh, it says the spell sends creatures into a magical slumber. Roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points of creatures the spell can affect. Oh, within 20 feet of the point that you choose okay. within range. So that way you can mark it just for the ones up there. Okay. Oh, because they're 90 feet away, so I could still attack them and be yeah. in that 20 feet. Yeah, it's kind of like a fireball or something like that. You pick a point, and within 20 feet radius of that, it okay. affects it. Okay, and then I, I would roll... Five of these. I can't 
You see one of the wolves falls asleep as it's kind of sitting there. It just slumps down. The other wolves kind of jump back at this. And that is your turn. Um, yes. I need to go use the restroom real quick because I drank some water. But <laughs> Who's up next? Uh, oh, it's the people. It's the, yeah. Okay. This break during combat is brought to you by... Mm. Opal's oddities. Opal. Ghirardelli chocolate. <laughs> Just kidding. Ghirardelli. Uh, actually, Tori did have a good point. She she told me this a while ago that when we have like random breaks like this, we should have like a set thing that always happens, like Pinky's, uh, Pinky story time with Pinky or so Opal's uh oddities. I don't know. <laughs> Ren's <laughs> random facts. Ren's fishing metaphors. <laughs> yes! They're like the with pet candy, but they're all fishing related. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so stories. Yeah. Someone's got to share a story or a thought or a something. Something that's 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. 7 seconds. Woo. 6 seconds. And back. Bless you. With 6 seconds to spare. Fun fact. Faith learned how to stop hiccups yesterday in the weirdest way, and I thought it was a joke in order to make me do something silly and dumb. So I didn't do it. And do it later? No. But... It was what Chase did, right? Yeah, you go like this, and you like try to put your fingers together as much as you can, as close as you can, without having them touch. Mm. You just really look at it and see how close you can get without making touch. Yeah. Apparently. Thought it was dumb, and Chase told me that there's dumb boys in his class. I'm like, you're being a dumb boy. I'm gonna go get water. All right, that's the story of the day. Maybe do that when you have hiccups. Tell me how it goes. Okay. So, next up are the two figures as they will make their way. Um, you can see them now up close as they run up to you. Um, they are covered in grime and sweat. It looks like they've been running for a while. Um, Quick, up that way. They they see like kind of the cliff and they can use their action to get to you with the difficult terrain. Mm -hmm. You see one of them is an Earth Genasi. Um, kind of using a, the spear to kind of help the hobgoblin with the really long arms, um, kind of slung over his shoulders. They kind of like run slash waddle up to the the cliff, kind of getting behind you. Mm -hmm. um, they they both kind of like lean up against the the stone, just breathing heavily. Um, next up, Pinky. Okay, so I'm a little bit confused. Are there still wolves that are up that are kind of on the lower level, or are the all the wolves that are still alive? The wolves on the lower on the level. The wolves on the lower level are still up. They are retreating, trying to run away as fast as they possibly can, so they do not die. As okay. they look frightened, like tail between their legs running away. Okay. 
Cool. Then Pinky's going to shoot at the uh, wolves up top. It's going to pop out of the cave and shoot them, I guess. Um, since you weren't stealthy, you don't get sneak attack on this. Uh. Just, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, an eight probably doesn't hit them. That's not going to hit. Sorry. Um, though, yeah. you do shoot so at them. She's going to go and hide. <laughs> yeah. Um, shoot over it. It hits somewhere in the bushes behind them. Yeah. With that. Next, it's Ren's turn. Okay. Do I need to make a hide check? Oh, yeah. Do a, your bonus action hide. Uh, where's my stealth? 15. Okay. Good to know. So, explain to me the current situation right now. So, the current situation, the two wolves that chase them down the cliff are running away. One fell has fallen over just because of sh- it can't really do much right now um the other one has dashed away the ones on top one of them has fallen asleep the other ones too, look like they're kind of starting to like see that they've been off more than they can chew um and are backing away so they're running away like they're not Okay. You can you can keep doing whatever you want to do. If you want to keep throwing stones at them, you can. You monster. You can, but you shouldn't feel good about it. Um, No, I. So after like I shot my like spear gun, I'll just kind of like bring it back, um, while kind of looking around, like assessing the situation, and um, where are the people? Did they? They're down at the bottom of the cliff, um, kind of where you're at. And what efforts are being made to bring them up? You saw Aliyah run back in the cave, and she's, like, right at this moment, she'd be, like, picking up a rope. Okay, okay, that's right. Um, yeah, I think I would just pull in my, my spear and... I mean, maybe... No, if they're running away, I'll leave them. I... I'm not, I'm not a monster. Um, so I will kind of just approach where they would be brought up to just uh, help. So I'm not really doing anything, really. No worries. So yeah. Good thing to do. Um, next is Aliyah. Dang straight it is. So yeah, Aliyah's just gonna grab the rope. Um... And like, is there like a place where she could like tie it off? Yeah, it's okay. Over? It has stalagmites for the bottom, I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. You see one there, like okay. pretty close to the mouth of the cave. Yeah, let me, I'm going to try and tie a knot around the thing. Yeah, do a sleight of hand check for your knot tying speed. Uh, 13? I think that's quick enough. You're able to do like a quick, like square knot just around it, just so it stays. Oh, would I have time to like throw it over the edge? Yeah, I, I'd say that's easy. Like you tie it up and you throw it out, and that's that's about as much as you can get. Yeah. 
That would be my turn. Okay. Um, next up is Baron. As, as you look up like this, the wolf that you shot is kind of like slowly kind of getting up and it kind of is like head bowed. You can see it's bleeding a lot and it kind of like looks back and like looks like it's going to start kind of hobbling away again. Mm-hmm. And we just the ones up on the ridge are they're they're, they're going away. Going away. The one that fell down is going away. This one is the closest one to you, and it he looks really hurt. Um, how close is he to me? He would be about twenty feet away from you. Um, if everyone else is running away, I'll. I'll go up to him and I'll put him out of his misery if that's okay. Yeah. So you can't approach him and he he like growls angrily at you. Um, what do you do to put him out of his misery? I think I'll use. Oh. I think I can get a cleaner kill with the bow. Just quick, kind of like if I'm close enough. Yeah, I can probably get a better clean shot with that rather than trying to go in with a sword. I think the sword, and plus the sword's rusty, so like I, I just feel like I just feel like I wouldn't be able to get a very clean. And it's still in fight or flight mode. It's a animal backed up to a corner. Okay, make your attack. So I'll yeah, I'll probably get within like ten feet of it and take a shot. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be a fourteen to hit. That will hit. Nine points of damage. You pull back. You aim through, right through where its heart is as it's kind of turned towards you, growling, trying to nurse the other side, which has the other wound on it. it. Um, And easily enough, right into the heart, and it gives out one last little yelp before falling to the ground, unmoving. And then, if I don't know if you'll let me do it right now, um, since I feel like we're kind of out of combat now. As that happens, um, combat ends, and oh, the so other friendly. wolves run away. You can still do what you're going to do, though. Okay. I'm just going to pick up the wolf and fling it over my shoulder, okay. and I'll start moving back towards the individuals, which I imagine are probably starting to. Closer. Oh, well, what would you like I'm to do? I'm just going to yell again. Yeah. Rush! You yell again, and the wolves run away even faster. And then I would have come out with my little microphone that I made. Megaphone. <laughs> little megaphone for parties. Yeah. <laughs> As these two exhausted figures climb up the rope, half needing to get help from those above to kind of hoist them even as much. You see Kira, the one that you all met at the vigil outpost, and you see Pinky, you would recognize this guy, um, the Earth Genasi, as the same one that you saw in Mosswood as well, as the same one that they met in the other vigil outpost in Lethenor. As they kind of get up, they look around and they they kind of just fall 
down. Just, they look exhausted. The Kira, the first one to speak, he'll uh, look kind of solemnly up to you, just eyes kind of like almost rolling back. He says, thank you. I uh, I don't think I uh, had the strength to cross the river. Is it just the two of you? Yes. We... And he looks around, sees how many of you we, we lost the others. And then the other guy, who seems to be in a little bit better condition, he kind of takes the spear and kind of stands himself up. And Yesterday, we were attacked. Uh, Olivia met us as we woke up at our ferry ring and she took us back to her cabin. She was explaining some of the things going on and we were tasked with our, our test. And right after that, we were surrounded. The undead were all around us. They attacked. <clears throat> Cecilia, Wake, and Kess, along with Olivia, were beaten and they dragged them away, tying them up. We got out of there just barely with our lives. And he looks around and wait a minute. This is the cave that we stayed in last night. And he turns to Kira and says, you, you were right. We were really close back to it. You got a really good sense of direction. And Kira kind of turns and says, many days of hunting teaches someone such a skill. And that's where we're going to end it. Just with some homey touches. Mm -hmm. The cave. The cave. With that, we'll have to see you next week where we continue up with our conversation and finishing our long rest. Well, thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. It's a good time. Sorry I was gone so much. Dungeon. 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 Wait for McKay to finish the video. Wow. Wow. wow.